forever. Dog. Hi, true believers. The following podcast is exploding with reclaimed manufacturing facilities, mesmerizing restaurants with shockingly similar names, and that eye-popping shade known only as gargantuan gray. Flip, snicked, clang. It's Avengers Campus on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, a show hosted by three men who get a surge of self-satisfied adrenaline when they use the word Q instead of line. My name is Mike Carlson. Joining me as always, Jason Sheridan. Excelsior, Michael. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, you know, I saw someone holding, they, they're still having to do all the outdoor cues, and someone had a big sign on a stick that said, like, end of Q here. And I was like, that's interesting. Disney is, like, officially saying... Q. Like Q on a sign. Yeah, I think that is now like just basic like theme park language and Disney I th- language. I think so too. I, I wonder how many like man on the street, you know, your average Joe. Well, we're we're doing you know? our part educating people every day of the updated vocabulary and uh, Scott Gardner's here doing his part. Yeah, this seems like the kind of thing like one day somebody's going to be so mad about it on Twitter. It's a cue, okay? I'm only going to say this one more time. They're not lines. They're cues. Normalized cues. It's what we call them now. And it has like <laughs> a thou- it has 1.2k likes and like why? Why is everyone so mad about it? It like something like the you know what I don't get mad about like other people do is uh, sketch and skit. That's some weird like oh, yeah, comedy yeah. writer. Uh, excuse me, skits are at summer camp. I think skits are. <laughs> I think it's kind of fun to try to announce. Like, nah, this is a skit. This is what we're doing. Like, isn't it more? It takes the pressure off. You call it a skit. A skit feels like something they did on Hee Haw, but like you yeah. didn't have to worry about. It. It's not as much art, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in the sense that like it's just a little skit. Does just a little. Yeah. It could be thirty seconds. Skit and play is cute. It is not Saturday Night Live where it's like a set that's very good and it immerses you. It's like they didn't even change the set. They put like half a costume <laughs> on on a guy who's smiling at you. Yeah. Like I'm not really a cowboy. It's like Slim Pickens and Junior Samples doing a twenty five second uh, skit. <laughs> that's what they were doing. On. Those are names, by the way. Sounds like actual. A, like I only knew one of them. Boy. Junior samples. I did, I've know? never heard the name Junior samples. Oh, like, too obscure samples. for me. Yeah, uh, I was I was really listening to some of these old. I, I Jason knows about this. I was listening to a, an old country artist named Little Jimmy Dickens <laughs> <laughs> a couple days ago as well. Uh, so yeah, anyway, that's not what this uh, podcast is about, though. No, Little Nas X for you. It's Little Jimmy Dickens. Well, Little. Well, Jim, that's speak, <laughs> funny pretty enough, good, funny, funny you enough, say that. Well, okay, really back, quick back to Little Jimmy Dickens. We learned that he <laughs> was born in the car around. We were we were learned he was born in 1920 and he he passed away in 2015. Whoa! And he uh, he was so around that he was on like the Country Music Awards in 2011 doing a bit playing Justin Bieber playing little Justin Bieber <laughs> at like age what did we find like 90 something Whoa. like that and also it's important that's not just a nickname he is like 411 right oh okay okay he yeah. actually was yeah he anyway little... so he's living is truth wow yeah. still doing skits now that's a skit that that was sure a skit. skit him and Brad Paisley did a little a little a little skit. 
on the Country Music Awards in 2011. It's wow. freeing. Skit is freeing. Like, yeah. Sketch comedy yeah. should no not pressure. be precious. Gonna, yeah, skit comedy is a phrase that's never been said, so you can invent it as you go. Yeah. I work in skit comedy. Um, we're, we're doing a great job of like taking the thing that's happening this very week yes and in, and immediately alienating audience with talk of little jimmy dickens junior skits, sample junior sample we're saying as many names <laughs> but however this is how the whole episode's going to feel to me uh, right, admittedly a, a non-marvel uh, person i don't yes. know what any anything is you might as well though, you know jimmy dickens could be a an ant-man character he, for all i know little jimmy dickens yes he was good friends with hank pym and he, he's one of the yancey street gang oh he, you're he, right he was one of ben Grimm, aka things yancey street the, gang the, the young is from the Tufts. fantastic four of course, Scott. He's the orange Rocky guy played by Michael Chiklis in the two movies. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I forget who he who plays him in the um, the Josh Trank version, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, but I should just keep tally marks of things that I don't understand in this episode, which there's going to be a lot. Uh, should we slip in? Once in a while, just a completely fake thing, a fake piece of information, and see if Scott can point it out. <laughs> I was going to say, if you do those tally marks, by the end of the episode, you'd look like Batman's villain, Mr. Zazaz. Uh, but that's another universe. You know, I'm going to guess different. that that one's not fake. It's not. That, fake. that is okay. not fake. That's yeah, a serial killer who puts a hash mark on his body every time. Uh, oh. he, he kills someone and he's covered in ash marks. He's yeah. actually a very creepy character. I think he's he shown is, up yeah. on some of the shows. And if stuff. you wrote out the word Lil, it would kind of, and with an apostrophe, those would all look like hash marks. Mm, that's true. That's a good oh, point. Oh, that's mm -hmm. true. Words you can make entirely using hash marks. Yeah. Um, Fascinating info. So, Avengers yeah. Campus. We're talking Avengers about Campus. Avengers Campus today. And the, the thing new is, land at California land. Adventure. The parks are back open. There's a whole new place yes. to go to. Um, and Scott, you're going to be, of course, even more in the dark because you did not, you were not able to attend. Didn't go. This was so, This the intent was for, you know, we reserved it in advance and synced them up. And the intent was that this would be the first time all three of us were in, uh, were on Disney property together. And then a work thing came up and I, I could not do it. Um, so it'll just be questions on my end. I will say this right away because listeners may have seen things that you tweeted. Um, and I know that you uh, you had pretty good luck, I feel like, with, with, with stuff. I mean, we'll get yes. into it. Yeah. But um, I, I had a, a feeling unfamiliar to me in like a year and a half, which is the the dreaded feeling of FOMO. You were FOMOing. Absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah. My, my friends are at Disneyland and I'm not and they're getting on all this stuff and I got to go come on the podcast with my uh, my head between my legs. Is that the phrase when you're no, embarrassed? No, tail between the tail. legs. Tail, it's your tail, not head. That's like head if I'm trying to... Head between the knees if you're feeling dizzy <laughs> that's or like, pukey. Uh, that's like yeah. Ace Ventura or something when you're talking out of your butt. That's sure, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Or if I'm trying to pleasure myself, it's head oh, between well. my legs. Um, that's what I was sitting around trying to do instead of going to Avengers Campus. So I will, you will have to explain this to me, uh, like a four-year-old who's yeah. never been to Avengers Campus. Which, which we would also probably have to do if you had gone to Avengers But Campus. you would have at least yeah. had a visual you reference in your brain, a well, direct visual I reference. I do have a visual reference because Jason was kind enough to bring a map 
That was very that's, thoughtful of you that it would be helpful mm. to have a yes. ma- uh, Did I just open the non this, No, no, no that's the official that so that's a full California adventure map and then the yes. other one is just details. I think that the other one is called Recruits Guide mm-hmm. and that is specifically what you can do in the land. But this is their current California adventure map. It's the souvenir kind of cardstock map. I got one of these when we went to the opening day of Galaxy's Edge too. Yeah. Right um on. and it's uh, it is very nice. It's a nice keepsake. Not the most practical map, but, you know, they're really pushing people to the app. For better or worse, they're pushing people to the app. (laughs) Yeah, interesting, interesting. Um, I'm very curious. We have not really, this was pretty fresh. Uh, We're recording this just two days after you went, and then we're putting it up two days after that so it's mm-hmm. all it's all pretty quick i don't really know how it, it went for you guys overall well we say we say save it for the year and we saved it for the year um i guess let's do a little bit of just the day how the day started um because yes like rise of the resistance you have to get a spot in a virtual queue to even enter the land really you can wait on standby but it's much easier if you get a ride a, a reservation for the spider-man ride yeah and then you can go basically right into the land yeah and then you can go in the land and you should probably stay because you're probably not getting back in the land for a little while it seems like um uh, it seems like the parks will be increasing capacity pretty yeah. rapidly there's a lot yeah soon. there's still a lot of covid protocols in place there's still uh capacity issues there's still i don't i maybe i don't want to tip my head i don't think there's going to be a crazy rush on this land for a long time I feel mm-hmm. like in a month or two, you'll be able to w- comfortably walk in at least. Maybe not get on the ride necessarily right away, but I think, I, I can't imagine yeah. it's going to be a queuing up situation for this I, land for I, a while. I think that's correct. Um, we we did take the risk as theme park journalists. Like any, even during normal times, if you go the first week, even the first month of a new land attraction, you are a live test. You yeah. are an active guinea pig. And even from opening day, on the Friday opening day to we went on the Monday, so we went a few days later. Yeah. They had already tweaked a few things. Right. Mm-hmm. So so basically what it was, seven AM is when you have to get your reservation. And this is pressure. This is what I live for. This is the this is the thing I love is checking, is getting things uh, very fast. I like and the tickets. odds are against you when like people are tweeting. I didn't get it, and they're mad, and you find a way. Yeah, and seconds go, but like it's seconds. This stuff is done in, so you really have to keep refreshing at six fifty eight, and then hit click join, add all the party. Now the party was me, Jason, Lindsay, uh, Zach Reno, and his wife Nicole. Wonderful. So we had five people there. And I kept giving, I was giving everyone instructions because everybody has to do it. We all have to chip in because maybe I'm going to fail, you know? Yeah. And I got to give a shout out to uh, uh, two people. One, Carly Wiesel posted a while back an article by a woman, uh, I believe, Brooke McDonald. And it said, here are the step-by-step instructions that will make it pretty likely you'll get or the rise of the resistance virtual queue spot. And it's identical it's the same process for web slingers. It's just web slingers is the thing, the new thing of the moment, and it probably filled up even quicker. And there's less spots, I believe, on web it slingers is, than there is in Rise of the Web yeah. slingers, a yeah. Spider-Man adventure. That's the thank name you for showing the proper respect. Web yeah. slingers, which there's a virtual queue for. Yeah, and I made a joke about this on Twitter, and you thought I was joking about having to wake up early. And yeah, it sucks to wake up early, but I was joking more about the fact that you have two one-minute windows. In a, in a day, in a day of 24 hours, that if at the moment, if you're trying to get in this land, your best bet is 
is seven o'clock to seven o one and twelve p.m. to twelve o one. It's very harrowing. I had to do yeah. it for Rise of the Resistance when we returned a couple weeks ago, and I missed the seven. I screwed up. I was not quick on the draw. It really is like uh, an old west gun yeah. gunfight. Uh, I got the twelve, and you're watching everyone around you. Like suddenly, all the phones come out, and like this is like all, all the everyone around you becomes an enemy all of a sudden. Yeah, no, you motherfuckers, yeah. you're yeah. gonna stop me. And 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 I I have to say I. I did get a 7 a.m. rise a few weeks ago when I went back to Disneyland. And I think, because I kept double-checking what I was doing, and I had an extra pass in my thing, or a legacy pass or whatever. And um, so I I, I think uh, I got, like, group 28, and, and we had plenty of time to get down there and walk over and all. Um, and, but I, so I took an extra minute to double check everything and still got a spot. Okay. This you don't. I think time. by the grace of God. Whoa. Whoa. Lindsay pulled it. Lindsay well, did it. He yeah. just yes. So so we're, I'm over in this green chair. I'm like sitting on the ground in a stress position at six fifty nine. <laughs> Lindsay's over here. But you're in the chair. The chair. I I go through. I refresh it. I refresh it. I refresh it. I'm going to do this. I remember the join button appears. A blue join button appears, and I'm like, here we go. This is it. I. I, I remember hit, I, yeah. I hit the wrong part of the join button. It doesn't work. I had to hit it three times, oh. and I was like, "Fuck, I'm fucked. You're We're up. fucked." You're up. And all of a sudden, then I hit join, and then there's an error, which means somebody got it. Yeah, and that's Lindsay, and I got that too. And Lindsay, yeah. yeah, so uh, we're all on a text chain now because Zach and his wife are trying it. Jason is trying it. Lindsay, Lindsay just goes, "Oh, I think I got it." <laughs> and I go, Wait, are, you, are you sure? Are you sure you got it? And she's like, yeah, I think I got it. Got yeah, it right here. It's 17. It's and, 17. And to see it, you have to quit the app. If someone else got it, I found it by quitting the app and going yeah, back in. And then, and then it told me. This is very, Lindsay, I feel like, is like invested in all the stuff, likes all the stuff, but yeah. way chiller about it than well, you, than us, than all everyone. Of course. Well, she and she and she I was so riled up. I was like not even believing. And she goes, look, I know you wanted to be the one to get it. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I got it. And I'm like, no, no. <sighs> OK, thank you. Yeah, you did it. No, you did it. You did it. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't do it. You did it. <laughs> you deserve the credit. Um, and so, yeah, so we just 17. So we're like, well, we got in the car because that's gonna yeah. be quick. Okay. Yeah, I threw my I was sitting up in bed doing it. I threw my clothes on also like, you know, hustled to the car yeah so yeah because this also now this dictates when you leave yeah if it's a later it. group yeah now that's the other thing too because it said uh estimated wait time 182 minutes it does not say whether that is from when you pulled it at 7 a.m or from when the park opens it appears to be a rough estimate from when you pulled it because yeah. we oh. got called at like Nine nine, nine, uh, nine o'clock, nine o'clock, yeah. Well, and I was still in line for parking oh, because Jason? I was in oh. line for parking you? for thirty-five minutes. Oh no! You talked a big game about getting there for breakfast, then you were the last one of all of us. Well, we were there. all in the same spot. We were all like, one of us was like, y- you were entering the tramway. Zach and Nicole had pulled into a parking spot. I was still in the. Well, thing. they were ahead of us. They they arrived first, then Lindsay yeah. and I, and then we were waiting. And Lindsay had to like call me because I get so worked up, like getting into play because I'm worried like something's gonna go wrong or they're gonna be like I'm gonna get arrested for something. I don't not arrested, but like I did something wrong. Uh, and then Lindsay would be like, "It's fine, it's fine." Like, what do you? What's wrong? And I go, "No, it's fine. I'm just waiting for Jason." She's like, "It's fine," because Zach and Nicole had already gone in and done the ride. 
So yeah, oh, they I, just oh, you didn't all have to be together. No, we didn't. No, like, we didn't have to be together. Um, every every person has a individual QR code. Yeah, and they oh, are boy. scanning that. They are checking and double checking. Yeah, okay. Those. Yeah. So Jason shows up. I take a little bit of a sigh, and then we head in the land. We see Zach and Nicole. They just went on, uh, and then we get in line for Web Slingers. A Spider-Man, a Spider-Man adventure. adventure. And I, I, to give, you know, Mike some solidarity, I was also very stressed because I didn't... <laughs> no, you don't say. <laughs> I didn't understand that. What Zach was like, oh, I think they called us. I didn't see that for a few minutes. So I'm like hustling through security, hustling through the thing. And I got to like, it said, get here by 939. So I think it was an even smaller window than when I did Rise. Ooh. So when I saw Mike and Lindsay, I felt like... It was like five minutes left. I felt like Indiana Jones reaching back for his hat. Right or <laughs> like Jason Sheridan making it into uh, the, 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 the it place to, yeah. to get that Sunday. To get that special Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. Mike goes like, I think they're doing like a 30 minute buffer. Like, he was yeah. like I've seen I other think, people going like, yeah, I they're not fine. super I think strict. If, if, yeah, if you're like, you go, was, oh, the parking was bad. And they I, go, didn't, okay. I didn't, uh, I didn't, I was like... Just, like I gotta get over there because uh, I was also trying to be considerate that like Zach and Nicole you know don't go as but like it's like oh we have to make sure they have a nice day like they're not maybe yes, acts like was, us yes, not, that was they also, don't go for war purposes yeah, they don't go to yeah. battle this wasn't a work day for them this was a fun day yeah. um, so we went in there and we got right in the line for web slingers and like we're gonna talk. We have to talk a little bit about web slingers. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah no, no, no. Proper, I, I think anything's on the table. I, yeah. I, I'll get down and do it when things are we'll a little do less a crazy. Proper and, episode. I yeah. saw crazy rumor. Maybe this is gonna make me sound. I saw crazy rumor that maybe annual passes will be back soon. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, um, I I forget who put. You sent me this. Someone posted a clip of someone talking to like a cast member at the gate, and he's like, "Yeah, no, oh, sorry, that's your scandal legacy pass. Yeah, we don't have those right now." Um, They'll be back in July, and when I, I had a whole thing where I reactivated my leg, my legacy pass had disappeared, and and the woman told me at the ticket booth, she's like, and that's good until the end of the month, till the end of June, and I was like, oh, that's weird that they're expiring so quickly. So, oh, no, we might just be spreading rumors. We might be rumor mongering. We don't. We should do more where we go up to just random employees and shove a microphone in their face and see what things they heard. <laughs> Because oftentimes it's just like secondhand or like, hey, yeah, I heard the guy say that. I did overhear like some random employee stuff where it's like, oh, that would have been helpful to know. Or like there was some weird, the the cast members were doing great, by the way. They they were real troopers because some of this stuff was kind of a shit show. I was a little exhausted by some of this. Can I say, I know, I know that. We'll get to that. Can I say a real thing that happened, a funny thing that happened later? I I love when I overhear somebody saying something wrong, and I'm sure Mm -hmm. people listening to this podcast have have it happen all the time, but I heard a guy talking to his family and explaining why Star Tours wasn't in Galaxy's Edge, and he goes, yeah, uh, Star Tours not in Galaxy's Edge because George Lucas said he didn't want his ride anywhere near those new shitty ones. That's why Star Tours isn't in Galaxy's Edge. And he kept saying it like definitively. 
And I was like, there's, what? <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> what? And, the... and then you, t- <laughs> then like, who is that? What? Mitch is back in town? <laughs> Since when? One of the <laughs> wealthiest. Mitch has a family. <laughs> Mitch had a family over the quarantine. <laughs> a little quiet quarantine wow. family. One of the wealthiest men in the entertainment industry, and also a pretty reserved man, I feel like, in the entertainment industry, George, George? Lucas. Sure. So, that was a long like, falsetto sentence. You really like, am I wrong? I, like, I, I, I could be well, wrong, but saying. like, I feel like George Lucas pretty restraint in his public conduct. Doesn't mean he yeah, couldn't say mean, like those motherfuckers uh, <laughs> ran Kylo he is mad pieces about, of shit. He is mad about those movies. He was on Charlie Rose and he said some, that was the most like angry he's ever been mm. when he was talking about those, what, Dis- what Disney did to the Star Wars movies. He's like, well, they just wanted to make a movie about a spaceship and Movies were never really about spaceships. It was more like a family drama. I'm gonna make art films. Yeah. Do we get to see him? No. No. No, you won't. Well, no. I think he said you. You might. To Charlie. <laughs> did he say that? I, think he, I believe he did. I hope no. not anymore. Oh, no. that's yeah. the first privilege Charlie Rose lost. Yeah. He yeah. was He was going weekly to see the weekly new films. The dailies. <laughs> maybe it'll be like maybe there's a safe. Maybe when George passes, like because like there's a bunch of J.D. Salinger books. Oh, you think like that, that are movie in the safe out. that yeah. are like. That might come out. Maybe. You know? Um, it's possible. So, all right. We're in the queue for uh, for Web Slayers. Web Slayers. And Spider-Man a Adventure. Spider-Man Adventure. Uh, Spider-Man Adventure. Um, gotta say, pretty much walked on to this brand new attraction. Well, yeah, but that's also the, the virtual queue yeah. and the COVID protocols. Uh, the, as, as When we got out, the line actually had gotten much bigger. Um, so, it's the, so, if you don't know, the premise is like... Tony Stark has given a grant of some kind to give the like youth of the Marvel universe, like the very smart youth of the Marvel universe, uh, I don't know, experimental lab to do experiments. On. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's all Easter. There is loaded with Easter eggs. It's loaded yeah. with fun references. The, the alter egos of, uh, Marvel character Squirrel Girl, Moon Girl, yes. uh, Peter Parker, of course, in there. The character from Iron Man Three, who is like crying at the funeral yes, at the, the end of the game. Little boy from Iron Man yeah. Three, Scott, is in this featured in this ride. Here comes the glaze over. Have you seen it's Iron starting. Man 3? No, okay. Right. I've seen like two or one. three of them. Which I've... one? Yeah, which ones have you seen? So we know. Bug. Do I, I, even... I... I may... maybe it's not two or three. I'm. So... I really. I feel like I've said this before. I am not trying to be some cultural snob. I just don't connect to these movies i just don't get it i i have no in on them i don't feel invited in by them and i don't see them i'd like to it seems like everyone's having a lot of fun mm-hmm. fun that i'm not having that's fair i think iron man 3 is the one shane black directed and i think mm-hmm. that one's pretty self-contained so i think you okay. could watch that yeah, one. but the whole thing is about his ptsd from the avengers movie uh, uh, yeah, that's true. Um, I have PTSD bec- uh, when you say Shane Black because I was working in an office once where it was a bunch of like young nerdy guys uh, like myself, and except for one cool like I think he was like a maid husband who like was married to an executive and lived on a boat and he's this wow. like this like buff you know weird dude and he just apropos of nothing on a Friday afternoon it's silent everybody's working he stands up and says hey is uh, anybody else going to Shane Black's pool party tonight? <laughs> to utter silence no one said anything no one looked up because no look at who you're with no we're not going to shane black's pool party and that's the only association i have with that name i look kiss kiss bang bang the good guys you know the great times you know you can he's do a lot in, worse. He's, he's in predator 
Shane Black? Yeah. No, mm. is he? Mm-hmm. He directed. Brad. He's the prayer. He's in the suit. No, he's not in the suit. He's one of the guys. <laughs> he's, oh, he's one of the one guys of the guys. on the team. I think he was in the suit too. He was not in the suit. <laughs> While he was there, for your film. Oh, the Predator. Okay, the pre- uh, What's interesting, the Predator is in Avengers Campus. He's stalking around. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. No, I remember <laughs> oh. hearing I, uh, cast members secretly recorded saying that. Yeah, cast members will not tell you what time the Predator is at. <laughs> <laughs> Although the Predator did serve Jason his French toast. He was behind the counter. That's true. Very overwhelmed. <laughs> very, very overwhelmed. Jason has the same sort of predator radar vision when it comes to food, uh, to heating of the oh, heat, heating of food. Breads. To, to French to, to bread pudding style French toast. Mm. Absolutely. French toast is purple in his vision, and then if it's more of a sourdough, it's green. <laughs> <laughs> and then if it's wheat or rye, it's but more yellow. For French, are you crazy? You're, you gotta make. <laughs> well, it's not you my need like sa- yeah sourdough or brioche. It's not or my something. bread vision. You're the okay. one who has the bread vision. <laughs> Jason got bit by the bread, bread bug. <laughs> anyway, very fun Easter eggs. Yeah. Uh, yes, there are uh, a lot of web slingers. Um, there's a bunch of peanut lockers the, that are like one looks like Venom, one looks like uh, Spider Gwen, Ghost Spider, one looks like Miles Morales. The, and so the whole premise basically of the of this area of the land is that okay, Tony Stark's dad, mm-hmm. Howard Stark, he's you know he was around a lot. He he like Tony Slattery. Uh, John Slattery. John Slattery. 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 Yes. Yes. That's a little... I'm so out. It's like, I know something <laughs> finally, and I was wrong. Roger Sterling himself for yes. the yeah, yeah, Great. Yeah. So the idea is like this used to be like a old Stark Motors building... And now they've sort of repurposed it to be this uh, yes. exploration uh, campus area. Much like in Burbank, the old Lockheed Martin plant is now the Empire Center shopping center with a Target and a Walmart. They, they, it is. It, I'm not it kidding. Is a lot it is like which, what a great, what a great thing to reference in your theme park yes. experience. The Empire renovation center. of warehouse. Spaces. You know the Imagineers. They know the score. They know the score. They're going to the Empire Center Target. They're not going to that Glen, weird Glendale two story Target. Oh, well, that Glendale you know? Target's fun. I don't know. Story as well. It's oh, its, it's own thing. Yeah. 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 It's its own thing. You, I wanted to be ready for that escalator, uh, was, the shopping cart escalator. I went to the La Canada uh, Target today, and it was small, but it had everything. And I was very They interested. often do. The small ones are good. Yeah, because I was worried they weren't going to have like a NECA collectible section. And they did have one. Wow. So, NECA isn't right. really great. Mm. Uh, so, so, yeah. So the aesthetic is like, and I. I, there's you know I like stuff about Avengers Campus I there was other stuff I could nitpick and we'll get into all of it but um and this is a joke I saw other people make it's not my own joke but the front of it does look like an old Circuit City it's a big red like plug giant yeah, plug kind of like plugged the, in and yeah. then it's sort of been it's like parts of the building are more like of that aesthetic and then parts are more like yeah an old brick building um, let's say like Howard Stark or whatever. Like a Halloween adventure moves in to yeah. a former Circuit yeah, City. Yeah. These rides it's, moved in. To- well, it also like as you get a third of the way into the land, like the 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 old Stark facility starts to fade away. Like that story gets yeah. kind of abandoned, kind of. Right. Quickly. They don't do that with the whole thing. I mean, the first part part of it look it feels like Disney. Honestly, a lot of a lot of it feels like Disney Springs to me. I'll be honest. Mm, mm. And like, yeah. like pleasant buildings, some like, and then obviously the Avengers headquarters is a different type of building, but it feels very much like that aesthetic from Disney Springs where it's like brick and there's some like little uh, touches and accoutrement. Yeah. Pencil art kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Fake aging, old fonts. Um, um, and, and in the pit, we, we took a picture of it and there, there is another fun joke gag yeah is that on the side of the building there are two trees and the uh, regular side trees and then there's a giant tree in the middle 
And if you look over on the bottom, there's a little, uh, what do you, uh, gamma, gamma runoff. Yeah. Basically like, um, it's the whole tree has been hulkified. Hold, essentially. Yeah, basically. Oh. So yes, they, they, I mean, it's really bad for the environment to dump gamma rays or gamma waste yeah. out, out of these holes into just the dirt, but that's what they did. <laughs> and the tree is now giant. A tree has been poisoned, essentially, and it's yeah. like a Hulk tree. It's a Hulk tree, really. There's a fun. Oh, there's funny Easter egg too. Uh, there's fake. There's a bumper sticker on the one like sign for a pizza place uh, with Lucky on it, who is uh, oh yes, pizza dog, pizza Hawkeye's dog, dog from, from, Matt from the Matt Fraction's Hawkeye comic book run, which presumably is- in the TV show soon, <laughs> the coming TV show. This uh, one, you're, this one's fake. No real. No pizza dog. Pizza dog was a pizza hit. Pizza dog, an is award-winning real. acclaimed I have a toy, comic. I have a toy of pizza. Yeah, dog pizza too. dog, beloved uh, character for the last uh, um, decade. Yeah. So, and he's not been featured yet. He's not been featured yet. Yeah. Some of the stuff is clearly like Arrested Development style flash forwards, where it's like this is a reference to a thing you <clears throat> haven't seen yet. I think there's little nods to yeah. the uh, Loki show, which just aired today. And I have to say, I like the Loki. Sh- the Loki show is a bunch of crazy comic book nonsense in it that I, I think is lacking is slowly coming into the Marvel cinematic universe and but is lacking in this land a little like, well yes that's yes that would be the first thing I would say uh, I have not seen the Loki show yet I'm mm-hmm. going to watch it I watch all of this stuff obviously I'm a fan of it uh I will say just off the top okay of course my wheelhouse is the 90s comic books that aesthetic Universe, like Islands of Adventure, it's not quite fair to compare them. It's not com- completely fair to compare the two rides, uh, Universal Orlando, Spider-Man, and this one. But yes, my my preference for this, these characters and these type of stories is colorful nonsense. It is Batman 66. The villain has a giant base that is based on whatever dumb gimmick he has. If it's Clock King, it's that he's tied Batman and Robin to the hands of a clock, <laughs> and his whole lair is this giant clock, like whatever. So yes, the the bigger, the crazier nonsense, which is why I'm such a big fan of Guardians. It's a big, gaudy, colorful. Oh, the dumb villains, but and he looks silly. He looks yeah, very he looks silly. silly. Cosmo the dog is in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, and there's, there's a all lot those of fun characters. There's fun characters inside fun the queue. References, but then like there's stuff like Howard Stark's like. Uh, you know, designs or ads for like the flying, like sleek, uh, like Cadillac cars, which is a nod to the old like 1960s Nick Fury Agent of Shield comics. And it's like, wh- why isn't that in all of the movies? Why isn't Shield flying around in flying cars? Why is it like why SWAT is it like teams? The military, why is it yeah. our, our boys in like, blue like in the, camo? The famous. Uh, like the most famous Agents of Shield thing, Scott, the comic book wise, was made by a guy named Jim Steranko. And now he's a fucking lunatic. He's well, lost. He's, always, his, he's out he's of his fucking mind. Lunatic. He's always been a lunatic, <laughs> he's always, but he's really crazy. I, now. I, I paid him twenty dollars to get a headshot of him, like an old like because he's a magician too, an old like magic magician's headshot of him. <laughs> and he really was confused why I wanted that one. But he also drew like a promo art, like or uh, uh, early concept art for Indiana Jones. For oh that. wow! Um, yeah. And his agent is is uh, his Nick Fury stuff is very cool and pop art and hmm. colorful and like psychedelic too, where you could see how like oh this influenced like just stuff. a lot of popular lot of culture stuff. of its time. And he didn't even make that many comics. That's the other thing. Right. But like I don't know some of the fun of of Marvel comics and the comics industry in general in, is is the insane like 
contradiction. Like Marvel, Ike Perlmutter, the guy who owns Marvel, is a real life super villain. He's just a fucking <laughs> well, he scumbag. Doesn't, he doesn't technically own he it anymore, yeah. but he's still like kind of in charge, even though he's kind of been like pushed to yeah, the Disney side has by. Thankfully, sidelined him a little. Cause... Yeah, but that yeah, we've talked a little bit about him before because he has some real uh, like. Uh, nasty, ugly stories that you can find online about him. Yeah, but so, um, so but we won't get into all of the toy biz restructuring of Marvel in the nineties, <laughs> like Scott wishes we would. Oh man, sorry, sorry Scott. If only there sorry, was the Scott. time. Nope, nope, not happening. We're not. We have to talk about the ride. So, so we we are look, yeah, because like Mike said, we were both nineties Marvel kids. I also very fond of the two thousands era, like bankruptcy era uh, Marvel, where they were sure. taking a lot of risks because like what's the harm this company could go under? So it's like, yeah, give Grant Morrison the X-Men, give Kevin Smith Daredevil, mm-hmm. uh, like all of these uh, other voices kind of coming in and, and fiddling around with the character. That's Alias came out in that time, um, which was made into a Netflix show. Um, and yeah, and there's, there's some stuff. Yeah, Jessica Jones. Um, That's what it was. It's not oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, they either. changed Alias, it because yeah. there was already a TV Trying show Alias. called Alias. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, uh, and right now, I like, there's some current Marvel stuff I like. For example, sure. the X-Men live on a tropical island oh. uh, that is a mutant, and they've declared a mutant state. The island and itself is a The island mutant. itself is alive. Oh, um, oh, And in the month of June, they're having a big party. And a gala. I am a, a gala, gala, the Hellfire Gala, and I am very excited. There's wow. so much great nonsense, and and I will say also, I'm an X Men guy, and the X Men yeah, haven't X-Men come guys. into this MCU yet. There's too. a little X Men representation at California Adventure right now. It almost feels like they got my letters and they're making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> the X Men, I I don't want to be such as the X Men are the coolest. Heroes, I'm sorry. In the Marvel universe, yeah. they are cool. <laughs> You're so, I'm saying to fit. I'm sorry. It. I have to. They just happen you to be can't cool. Make me not say it. They're still, yeah. They're still the coolest. And it's like I always, and I've said this before on the show. As a kid, I liked the Avengers, but the Avengers felt like oh, these are mom and dad's heroes. Like these are mom and dad's mm. fo- like heroes. Yeah, and I think of movies. I think the coolest is it's got to be into the Spider Verse. Oh, well, re- of recent, yeah, times yeah, for recent sure. Times. Re- that feels yeah. like very vibrant and cool, and comic booky and risky, and yeah, of its, of it has its own, it has its own voice. I mean, you, the Marvel again. I like all the Marvel movies, but there's a same sameness to the voice of the movies. Sometimes some of them are a little, are a little bit different than the others, mm-hmm. obviously. But there's a there's a tone. There's a thing they like to do. They don't go crazy. But like, yeah, the Spider Verse is like, whoa, this is its own thing. This is cool. Um. So anyway, so yeah, the X Men are not there yet. Um, but yeah, there's some wild nonsense, and this is this is what we want more in the yeah. land. And I get, and so here I'll say this before we even. I'm all over the place here. I think this thing, this Avengers campus, and this ride. I think the idea for this is this is just the little hub that's going to lead you to more, way more nonsense. I think, mm-hmm. and it's hard to kind of weigh it and judge it because I know people are really like hating on it. But I, and they can't like tell you exactly what's coming and what they have planned. But I feel like it's almost as if they opened up Main Street and the hub <laughs> and like a little ride and we're like, here you go. And I get why people might go, well, wait a minute. Yeah. This isn't quite, it's not bad. I like this, but I'm here to see every, like, you're leaving out big stuff that hopefully, fingers crossed, is still coming. Like the e ticket, they're not even necessarily talking about a time frame still for like when that big Avengers ride is coming or even alluding to the fact that 
which is what I think is that they'll probably go around and get rid of Monsters, Inc. and all that Hollywood stuff yes, and start. Yes. I think what would make sense to me is start filling in a high rise skyline back there. Yeah, because the Marvel Universe, like my it, to me, if you say the Marvel Universe, it's New York City. I mean, mm-hmm. it goes to space. The X-Men are outside in Westchester County and and there's uh, any number of international heroes. But like Marvel, uh, you know, the creators, uh, publishing uh, was all in New York City. It was set in New York City. It's what set it apart from DC Comics, which is Metropolis, Gotham, fictional cities. Like New York City is a big part. It's almost a character in itself. Um, <laughs> but it, it because it's in California Adventure, they're they're really trying hard. Of like, this is a California tech campus, like Avengers campus. As with the but the the this campus thing also ties into the international thing because it's in Hong right. Kong and it's in Europe and like so they're they're and they're all supposed to be a little different. It's not like Galaxy's uh-huh. Edge. Yeah. So like yes, this Avenger like it's it's all a bunch of outposts of this organization. Yes. So I think the idea would eventually be have more of this stuff around it mm. so i'm but trying to give them some credit here yeah because i because th- they were obviously given this tiny piece of land and they needed to get stuff in here in a relatively fast time and they'd have there was space limitations and i'm sure budget limitations on ride but as tony baxter says about the opening of tomorrowland in 98 like the audience doesn't necessarily know what your budget well, they don't care yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's some other stuff that like when I was in college, they called a bad production sense of like, well, that, why can I not hear this person talking, but I can hear the music? And why is it the same three songs on a loop? Well, that's, oh, yeah, boy. we'll go back to the ride. So, so yeah. we'll go back to the ride, but now you brought that up. Uh, they play the Avengers score, which I, I honestly have come to like a lot more hearing it over and over again in the land. I think it's, it's uh, Alan Silvestri who did mm. Back to the Future. Uh, who's done a lot of great things, um, but it's a very specific tone. Dun, 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 dun. It's like very like, yeah. Here we go. We're rising to the occasion. But like when you're sitting out at a beer garden, drinking a beer float, <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't necessarily chill. need that tone for two hours straight. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's like if you went to Galaxy's Edge and they played theme from star wars and then duel of the fates and then theme from star wars and then duel of the fate Lindsay and i both i think had the same reaction of like this music is stressing me out this is like wow this is like a psyops move like where like they blast like someone has taken hostages and they're blasting music at them <laughs> like, so, like could, there's enough like play like back in black by like because that's that they play that in iron man like there's yeah. enough like t- i understand like there's a lot of different like superhero but so many scores across and, all these there's yeah like 35 movies the black yeah. panther soundtrack has all these bangers by oh, these yeah, huge yeah. artists that you could easily sl- it's That'd supposed to be an open house it's like a party almost and guardians does play like diegetic music that makes sense you know spacey well, music yeah, and yeah. then the classic rock from the movies the music in the queue i never i hadn't gotten like stuck in the queue i've kind of always like oh yeah, yeah passed it and i was out there the whole time like the, due to the covid lines and cool music that that queue's fantastic the guardians queue yeah is fantastic there's a there's one line and i think i said this like when we first went maybe on the show like there's some easter egg for some disneyland stuff like yes. music that they've like like turned up, I don't know, the bass or treble or turned off or something. And like 
he's like collecting because he, he collects you know Tanner Tavon the collector collects so he's like playing some like really like faded old Disneyland like loop music in the oh, queue okay. at a certain point um, but that's all well done there's so much stuff and you know I also feel like I never get the same part of that queue loop yeah so I yeah I, I'm assuming they they'll eventually maybe give you some more variation in, in Avengers Campus as far as your the tone sure. like you're not yeah. always rising to the occasion mm-hmm. sometimes you're yeah just eating chilling out yeah because the, then I will say this I'll, I, I like uh, it's going to be a nice little area to, to drink by the Pim test kitchen you know at night mm-hmm. or something like we got to nice order this there. thing we're, we've been stuck in the queue for I know we're back to the so we'll finish <laughs> we'll, finish, we'll go back to spider <laughs> yeah. a web sling we'll oh yeah Pim. so the actual ride um, I think it's fun I had a good time um, I think the yeah. So you so Uh-oh. yeah. If you don't know, <laughs> oh, that wasn't definitive. Uh, well, here's here's what I was thinking about it. Okay, so uh, you get in these like little cars, and it's a 3D ride where you're shooting webs. Basically, spoiler alert. Uh, Tom, the actual Tom Holland. They got Tom Holland to do the pre-show, which is fun. Cherry uh, himself. Cherry himself. Cherry himself. Cherry is there. <laughs> he announces himself as Cherry. I am Cherry. Uh, and he's got, oh, there's a bunch of spider bots he's created. And some, for some reason, they self-replicate, which seems, I don't know what that technology is, but they have technology that robots can self-replicate, which seems real dangerous. And it happens, they get out of control, and he basically said he doesn't want to look like a fool in front of the Avengers, so he says, we have to go help. So we get in these vehicles and put our 3D glasses on, and then we have to basically shoot webs at, just an onslaught of uh, yeah. of uh, little spider bots. Onslaught of villain is not in this Not ride. in the villain. The onslaught is what happens when uh, Professor X tried to wipe Magneto's mind during the Fatal Attraction storyline, and they created this kind of monster, mm-hmm. ethereal creature who uh, eventually... Uh, the Avengers sacrificed themselves <laughs> and got sent to a pocket dimension to defeat yeah, him. Heroes, it was called Heroes, Heroes Reborn. Yes. Uh, is that real or fake? Um, I think it's too specific to be fake. It's real. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, it, it's real. It, it, was, it was a way to get some of the founders of Image Comics to come back and do some, yeah, uh, Jim some Lee, new characters. Uh, Jim Lee, Rob, Rob Liefeld. Liefeld, of course. Um, uh, they, they didn't really all finish their books, but it only lasted a year. Uh, this is you. You, like, you both could have the no prep podcast. Just the like. Or just like, or just like, record a whole season of a Marvel podcast where you just start at eight a.m. and end at ten p.m. and then you and just release that in two-hour uh-huh. chunks. I you really, wouldn't need yeah, a break. We, you got disgusted at some, but like, yeah, it's haven't possible. quite found the audience. It's still possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, okay, so so yeah, so so basically, it's like three major screens, really. It's it's hmm. it's like three or f- maybe four. I forget actually. This is all now. It's in the building where it's tough to be a bug. Yes. Was. So that was a yeah. very small footprint for a ride. Yeah. So and they didn't even uh, it put up a new structure. Yeah. I don't know if they extended the building at all, but yeah, it's ba- it's basically the same structure from what I understand. And the idea is that now you sort of have spider powers and you're shooting webs at little robots coming at you. Yeah. And I you I didn't realize this until later. They kind of don't. There's signs instructing you as you're walking up. But again, we were walking by everything kind of quick. Um, the pre-show sets up the story pretty well, but the mechanics of the web slinging, you can apparently sling and then pull levers or pull boxes. Okay, so this is what I was wondering. Because yeah. the problem is I only went on this once. And I was just saying, man, it would be great if you... Because basically all I thought I was able to do was like shoot little bursts of webbing. Hmm. And I'm like, yeah, Spider-Man does that. But what I want to do is pull... like. 
shoot my web, pull an object and have it fly or whatever. Yeah, it is also kind of missing. Like web slinging to me always meant like well, flying yes. through the city. This is the, and, this wow. is the thing because like they're, they're very, very focused on you become the hero. This You're here to learn. This is college and you're learning. And I think they're a little too focused on that. Unless you're truly like doing some sort of like definitive transformative experience, which is what you're saying. Like the thing you always want to do with Spider-Man. I was never like, man, I got to like shoot my webs like they're bullets. That was never what I wanted to do as a kid. I wanted to swing like that's the Spider-Man yeah. thing you want to do. Which you do get to do on the Islands of Adventure one. Which you yeah. do more of for sure. And in that um, leaked patent, not leaked, but that patent that Disney made of that probably spider-man ride you see, certainly seem like you get to do that i i'm sidetracking because there was that patent that came out a couple years ago that made it seem like they were developing a ride that you would get in like a row of people and swing from the ceiling in front of like practical building sets oh which sounds amazing way better um but obviously that's a budget and time thing or a budget time and space thing uh, but so maybe this will do that. Something for the Web Slingers ride that we did, we both agreed we liked, is that it in the ride you go through the other parts of Avengers Camp. Yes. So one of the one of the level like levels in the ride was the collector's building. So all of a sudden you're inside the Guardians ride and you're oh. shooting at the bugs, which is cool. really cool. And there's little like secrets or whatever. Oh, I like um, that. And then yeah, the last scene is you're on top of the Avengers headquarters. Okay, which and is that what like the other main like the main that structure building, that might yeah. lead into a, an attraction, right? Possibly. So I liked all that stuff a lot. I guess I just really like when you compare it to something another three D ride like Toy Story. I feel like you don't have like the time with it. You, like there's there's a feeling of like chaos because truly it's just like robots coming at you and you're shooting things so fast versus like toy story even though like there's a quality like there's a crazy quality to it i for some reason like can remember the levels of toy story and i feel like yeah. i feel like I'm, there's not so much chaos maybe it's because i've done it a lot well you stop you, you park and you well you do park in these too you're, okay. you're parked basically but the the like levels are like much more manic feeling to me. They're manic, and I kind of like that. I wouldn't say the ride it feels short. It feels like an appropriate length. Sure, but um, I know what you. Toy Story does feel like twice as long, even if it's probably about the same length. Yeah, you know? I think it might be longer, but I yeah. yeah. So it's mm. like you get a little more like I th- I think there's just there's a lot of these you know they want to be more interactive, but it's like and same with like Millennium Falcon, but it's like I think. We don't need too much of this. Like we just we want to sit and enjoy more than we need to be flailing our arms at an image. It just feels yeah. just my first time going on it. I was like a little overwhelmed as opposed to being like, wow, isn't this so cool? Because there was elements that like I was intellectually saying, oh, that is very nice. But I wasn't like, oh, wow, I'm I'm doing it. I'm shooting my webs like bullets. Like, that's just what I've always wanted to do. You got to get used to learning it and yeah. everything. And that's that's a little exhausting. So I'm yeah. sure by the time I do it a few more times, I'll at least I'm sure I'll have more fun playing the game. But I definitely want to dedicate more time, write it a few more times and then do a full episode about it. Because there's there is there was a lot of stuff I liked, but it was. Yeah, it was so manic. And we went through it once. 
And I'll admit, I tried to pull a noon reservation too, because sometimes the app breaks and lets you do stuff like that. <laughs> like later, when I went to the Legacy Pass holder Al Fresco Tasting Terrace, oh, man. and was behind a group where the lady said, I made a reservation online. And they said, oh, are you a Legacy Pass holder? And they went, no, but it let me make a reservation. They're like, oh, we got to look into this. And I think they were just like, uh, yeah, there's not that many people up there. Yeah, let them up. Uh, uh, so That's probably a better spirit. That Jason, place used to be for everyone. Right. There were no yeah. rules. And then Jason went right to City Hall and he complained. And he said, that's for me. That that's place for is for me. me, a legacy pass holder. But he you know, this. like little little things like that slip through the cracks sometimes. So I Sure, so you tried to slip so through I the cracks. So I tried sure. to do it because I only had a one day, one park ticket. And, uh, and you, we were you pulled a rise. Yeah, so you were going to hop. So I was like, well, I'm going to stay here. And I stayed in the land the longest. Hmm. Yes, uh, you, were, you were staying in the land. I was in the land for like three hours. Or... That may have been my error, error because uh, by the end, I was like, I have to get away from this music. I just, we would be, just geez, too much. Yeah. We would be in Disneyland. We would be like sitting up by, you know, the lake or the, the river or whatever. And we're like, I wonder what Jason's doing now. Oh, I'll tell you about it when we we're wrapping up. Um, I'll walk you through what I did. So, uh, so yeah, so Spider Man, it was like it was over before I knew it, and I I also think the I mean, was I too tall for the computer to read me. I feel like oh, the computer no. was not quite noticing like where my arms were. Uh, so we got done with it, and it was like okay, yeah, sure, sure. And I know people are like, I've seen the discourse of like, why would Disney open a ride that's so similar to the other the Orlando ride? Like a 3D ride with Spider-Man with no villains. Yeah, that was what big criticism I saw that I, I did have to agree with, where Spider-Man has this, like Batman, both have these great rogues gallery uh, galleries, and and you you didn't have anyone? You didn't have, like, you know, Vulture or Doc Ock or, or, or you know, even, yeah, Vulture was in the first uh, yeah, Dr. Tom Frame, one. Dr. Frameworth? That yeah. Spider-Man villain? Fake. <laughs> fake. Got it. That was what you had to tell. I also was just looking, I like Dr. looking Frame around the room. Looking around yeah. the frames. <laughs> Damn it. And it requires worth to have frames, so Shit. you combine those words. Yeah. Um, this, uh, the uh, Smuggler's Run uh, does not have villains. No also, villain, yeah. it's about crates and elements. Yeah. And this doesn't, this is about learning and training in a facility. Maybe this is a whole thing there's i guess there's no you know star tours has a lot of villains it didn't really the first time but there is the death star there's the mm -hmm. feeling of i think maybe this is a thing they keep going wrong there's with there's a new there's a newer i don't know what it is i wonder if I, I i'm sure if you know we had like a real inside like imagineering source they could tell us maybe if there's some sort of edict or something because i do feel similar things to this in galaxy's edge where i go i don't know it feels like sometimes there's an overthink maybe like yeah i don't know why there's not just one bad guy that broke in and made the spider bots crazy like made them wild and then i don't know if it's like because so, well this could be like well sony technically has the rights to spider-man and they won't let us we we don't want to use michael keaton in this ride because he's the vulture in the first spider-man and we don't want to use jake gyllenhaal because he's like i don't know what like yeah. like hoops they feel like they have to jump through just put a or use a new like or use a like a villain that they're never going to use in one of these movies or what like yeah i mean that could be it and uh 
not a lot of the actors otherwise besides Tom Holland represented some well, dialogue. There's a lot of voice, yeah, like a lot of voices. voices. Some uh, we were like, is this an impersonator? Uh, yeah. Well, a couple of them came to the uh, opening ceremony. Well, of course, uh, yes, Rudd, I, I Paul did Rudd, Anthony Paul Rudd, Mackie. yes, indeed. What I was wondering is, is Paul Rudd probably not used to being uh, not the most handsome man on a stage, but when he's up Uh-oh. there with Josh, Josh DeMauro, <laughs> president of uh, parks in general, right? Uh, do I have this right, finally? Um, yeah. Not uh, Disneyland? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. overall. Probably intimidated. I bet he was back there like, I can't go out there. I can't go out there. I'm Paul Rudd. I gotta be number one. Sure. <laughs> Anthony Mackie Anthony Mac- had the same thing? Great, Some, good-looking yes. guy. Yeah, 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 but both of them put to shame <laughs> by Josh Day. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, every ho- every Hollywood casting director probably looked at that stage and said, what are we doing here? I'm putting the wrong people in things. For we guys. let this guy get through the slip through the cracks, and he's an executive. He's not in front of the camera. They, I mean, Feige, Kevin Feige was there too, and I think Feige probably like also had the thought of like, let's make him like, let's make him Doctor Frameworth in the Spider Man movie. Let's do something <laughs> with him. Uh, fake, yeah, still fake, uh, still fake, Scott, but great movie. True or false? Kevin Feige shows up in the new issue of X Men. Just him what in it. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds awful enough. That yes, that is a true uh, thing. Ugh. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. I don't look. It seems like he's doing a good job. But there's nothing interesting about him. If when he talks somewhere like at this ceremony, that is not interesting. He, this ceremony was a very boring to he's, me. He's not there, and I think it's a gag because it's like, oh, everyone's here. Like dignitaries and the Fantastic Four and the Avenger. Uh, like everyone's here, uh, yeah. but it's 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 him. He's Kev- got a suit on with a baseball cap. It's him. I want Ke- Kevin needs to do the show. I know he's a big theme park guy. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's bring him on. Okay, I'm sure yeah. he can't do it. I'll but take it back. Yeah, take it back. Um, uh, John Favreau, Happy Hogan. His character's name is Happy Hogan <laughs> in the in the movies. Not a lot of Happy Hogan. Uh, I'm uh, Happy yeah. Hogan featured very heavily in the new Spider-Man movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I always liked Happy Hogan. Uh, interesting Punisher representation in the land. By which I mean, I saw a guy with a Punisher uh, uh, tattoo on his leg, <laughs> and I made sure not to tread on him, which is what his other tattoo said. <laughs> So, and yeah, yeah uh, his mask was below his nose for sure. <laughs> That's right. That's how patriots wear them. Yeah. <laughs> Stupidly. Yeah. The Punisher is a character. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's for sure. That was a joke. Yeah, there's no other Punisher. It was just a... Uh, yeah. Just a guy, I saw. <laughs> my my thing with this ceremony maybe ties into some of what you didn't like about the attraction. What, what's making me nervous, I'm not going to like this place more, is that there is just a lot of like, we wanted to create a place where you could unlock the hero within. Tap into your own hero potential and unlock. And I'm like, this is all word soup, nothing. This is like, these are words designed to be translated into a hundred languages and still not really mean anything. <laughs> like... <laughs> How can it have almost no meaning to where just the the non thought can just yeah. shift to, to as many places as it can? I I think that I think they got that with the actual like walk around characters. Like I saw kids mm-hmm. excited to see like Captain Marvel and Black Panther and Iron Man and the Dora Milaje. People were excited. Uh, mm. uh, to see that people decked out too in like Marvel clothes, like t shirts and jackets mm. and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I think. And we've talked about this before, the over like kind of like um, relying on 
you're the hero. You're becoming, and it's like that's always been part of the theme park experience. It's like you're along for the adventure. You're going to help. Like the original Spider-Man at Universal was like, you're now on the adventure and you help. And Transformers even more so. You're an evac, and now evac and this car full of humans they rise up and they take out the they take out Megatron or whatever. We're so, pretty. We're proud of you. We're proud of you. Did you. you did it. You're Michael, my son. You, Michael. You. I love you. I love you. I'm Optimus Prime. Uh, <laughs> Big deep breathing your kiss. Bra- your bravery. Your bravery earned you this, this kiss. This little Mwah. kiss on the cheek. Mwah. Michael. <laughs> um, another thing. Somebody uh, gave me a Peter Cullen cameo <laughs> where he says that to me. <laughs> he gives you a Does he do that? Smackaroo. He's got um, to do that um uh, another thing that is uh in both the islands of Ad- adventure marvel and the california adventure marvel is the presence of superheroes on like uh extreme vehicle on like trucks and sports <laughs> yes, utility yes, vehicles because yes, that good. that weird like truck like uh, characters are standing on that truck that they had driving around like california adventure for the summer of heroes uh promotion and that truck's just parked there. That's where I got the picture of like, look, it's Loki on his famous car. And it's just like, <laughs> why is the God of Mischief standing in the bed of a truck? <laughs> it's like a low, really low budget parade. This is a local parade. It's like yeah. a Chatsworth parade. I marched it's, in as a Boy Scout. It's, it's not as it's it's still not as funny as like the X-Men showing up on ATVs in Islands of Adventure. Well, that's what I'm referring <laughs> yeah, to. That's no, their vehicle. No, I know that. We, I'm saying yeah. it's just not as funny. It's not it's as still funny. funny, but it's yeah. not as funny as all of a sudden you're like, why is Cyclops on like a vehicle you would see like people in Tampa driving on the beach? Like, <laughs> like what? I mean, I guess we're not. That's skiing. for the locals. That's to relate to the locals. Because <laughs> I know the X-Men have a cool vehicle there's a black the blackbird is their jet and that's true they've decided to come here (laughs) and and uh in the in the 70 in the phoenix saga or the dark phoenix saga cyclops is driving a very big car like a rolls Mm -hmm. royce or a maybach and it's like we have to drive into the city and they're driving this insane (laughs) chauffeur car he's got in the first is the first x-men movie wolverine borrows his bike his motorcycle that's right yeah Yeah. so that the fox of course the fox produced x-men movies um so there's a lot of yeah funny vehicles uh, and did we get oh yeah real quick with web web slingers the Spider Man adventure uh, there was a lot of uh, discourse around the additional items you could buy to upgrade your experience on the ride hmm. uh, you, I I saw people had them I did not see anyone in line with them yeah and I we didn't buy them I'm tempted to do it because I people it's funny because online people are like oh. Disney and their commercialism, and you're like, yeah, this is yeah, Disney. Yes, yeah. have you what? have you been not paying attention for a century? It's like, well, paying DLC, like real, like a live live DLC, essentially, and you're like, yeah, but I don't know. This is the, one of the least egregious things to me that Disney like jacking the price up crazy over a decade and like icing out like you know people like uh middle class families like that's worse than like paying $30 to get like iron man's gauntlet i don't know that's cool to me uh, yeah and i said this to jason i was like if they sold like cyclops's visor We'd be we'd climbing be, we, over Jason each other would for be wearing the visor right now. <laughs> to, like we would be doing the whole podcast wearing his visor, his famous uh, visor to keep his optic blasts from destroying everything around him. Well, I like visors, so I'd probably do it too. Sure. Um, so I don't know. I kind of think that's cool, honestly. 
Because um, if I was a kid, I would be like, oh, I can buy the thing that my hero has and I can take it home and then I can bring it back to the park and like that gives me a special power. That actually is a cool idea to me. And it's like Harry Potter and the Wands. And it's sure. Like this, this all, this, these things happen over and over again. That's This is a th- like agree or disagree with... Uh, theme park Twitter discourse. It is full of. Do you not remember that this happened? Yeah, there's... six months ago. It happened two years ago. It happened ten years ago. Right. It happened fifty years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but so... but I'm mad now. Yeah. I need a post now. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll this into a discussion about the merchandise in the land. Okay. There's only two outlets in the land, and they're pretty small. It's Web Suppliers, which is across from Web Slingers, the Spider-Man Adventure, and then. Um, Avenger uh, Campus Supply Pod. But Scott, if you look at that recruits guide that I handed you, you'll notice that it says outside the land, uh, backlot shop, stage 17. This is a massive big box store sized Marvel clearinghouse. And I walk by a cast. It's a Costco. You need a membership. It's a Costco base. Wait, this is the thing. This is the thing. The the, the place that depressed me during their holiday event. I I think it's it's awesome because it's got. Uh, uh, movie Marvel stuff. It's got theme park Marvel stuff, and it's got comic book Marvel stuff. Hmm. And I walk by a cast member going like, "Yeah, anything that's for sale in the land is for sale in here." And I don't know why they're not telling people that enough oh, because yeah. it's huge and there's so much stuff. And this is where I saw the X Men represented in the form of six hundred dollar statues of Gambit, Colossus, and Cyclops. And now even though we're talking, yes. even though I had my fixed Legacy Pass holder discount, I was like, if I buy uh, uh, $600 statue of Cyclops. <laughs> I, I, there's no coming back from that. Like, first off, either there's either no coming back from that. Um, uh, my girlfriend would probably throw it at me. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you doing? And also, I know as a regular comic book store patron, there's plenty good, like, $50 Cyclops statues I could get. No. But I was like, mm. Oh man, that does look cool, but I just cannot do this. <laughs> mm. Well, we'll talk after. Right? Well, we'll talk you after. You oh, okay. okay. No, that sounds like I'm going to steal it. I'm not going to steal it. <laughs> just saying. There's other You're ones. like the collector. I'm. I am. I relate to Tanelier. <laughs> he's. You don't. He's not a villain to you. No, Tanelier and I are <laughs> the same. Yeah, Tanelier and I. We're the same. Uh, so I did not make it in this big warehouse. I didn't actually even realize it was there. I just went in the tiny version. And there's not a ton in there. There's some like cool little chemistry set kind of thing that I probably would have liked as a kid. And they're selling a lot of these spider bots. And I will say the, the, the premise of the ride that the spider bots are out of control. There are spider bots all over the land, which is fun. Hmm. There's like, you know, they're caught in a web and they're like buzzing over the bathrooms. Um, and there's like, you know, they're they're keeping that fun narrative going. And what's the uh, the goo? There's uh, the, before all this opened when I went on Guardians. There's goo on the ground. Oh, what, oh what's with okay. the goo? Oh, the goo. I got about the goo. Yeah, let's talk about the goo. I saw people online referring to it as Kirby Crackle, which is a comic book term that refers to Jack Kirby when he would draw like something pulsing with energy. It was like a colored energy surrounded by black dots to mm-hmm. denote like it's powerful and it's very pop arty. It's a big part of like. 60s marvel 
This did not look like Kirby Crackle to me. It just looked kind of like generic space goo or geodes. And it is colorful, and I do like it, but I'm like, that's not Kirby Crackle. Come it's on. not authentic Kirby Crackle, it, for if sure. If it was, the building, it would be like scattered about the building, or the building would be pulsing with it, which I think they should do with projection effects. But what are they, if they can't be Kirby Crackle in the world of the of the attraction, or of the land. What is it like meant to be? Well, oh, from a narrative standpoint, yeah. I believe Joe Rohde mentioned this before he left. Uh, well, it was before he left for uh, space, where he he actually went <laughs> to space. To now, uh, it was the idea, the narrative reason that that Guardians like spaceship building museum, whatever like combination of it is. The idea is that it's just now all of a sudden come out and appeared on the pl- like all of a sudden it came and like planted itself. Oh, and I think that's like the energy signature. Like it's it's left like some you know transport goo or whatever yeah, was, it, like, was it always there i thought it was new or something. no it is new it is okay. new it, is yeah, new. it yeah. used the to be that big new. avengers like uh lock yeah kind of vault thing and right. now it's open they open it up you know oh okay okay yeah huh. so the goo is new the goo is <laughs> new that. the goo is loose <laughs> goo. 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 goo what was that episode punch. why are we talking about goo punch goo, goo punch uh, <laughs> i think was that a patreon maybe uh, that was no the, that was nickelodeon we were well talking the first about, one we talked to my my brother and me which we uh, had a, Those in Scott fake Doc Brown. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then on the Patreon, Patreon we, we watched uh, the famous episode about where Goo fantasizes about having his own punch, his own mm. brand of punch. On My Brother and Me. That made me laugh so much. Boy. It's so good. If you haven't seen yeah, if you haven't seen it, just Google Goo Punch and it's and so go to funny. the Patreon, obviously, to hear our thoughts about yes, that too. Punch. Yes, that too. Um, Did you get to try any goo punch at the <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, let's they, uh, let's talk food. They, they, is we, Goo part of the? That's fake. What? Goo, the character from My Brother and Me, is not in the Marvel universe. Uh, goo is not in, but Goop, Goom, Goop, Goop is, and Grand oh, uh, yeah. is in it. No, Dupe, <laughs> Dupe, Dupe. No, Goom. Damn I think it. is one of Jack Kirby's old monster. <laughs> yes, con- yes. Or a, a Dicko monster. Con- I don't know. I forget. There's references in the web slingers. We'll save more web slinger stuff. Yeah, yeah. For, that's fine. We'll do it a full. We'll come back it. around once we um, can ride it a few times. So, but it's fun. Check it out. So food. Okay, we got breakfast. And this was at fucking Kim chaotic. Test oh. kitchen. And this is a lot. You know, COVID protocols. It's all mobile order basically. There, but there are standby lines. Yeah, there are standby lines for the PIM test testing lab. <laughs> Okay, the PIM testing lab is the bar. The test kitchen is the restaurant. Oh, God. There's one of these. It's, There's two yeah. different testing lab is a separate, bar. Yeah. They're connected. Separate. They're connected. Okay. But it's separate app it's ordering. Separate, it's separate app ordering. And I asked someone who was there opening day, like, can you just walk up and pay at a register? And they went, it was unclear. And I was like, oh, you never want to hear that. <laughs> That's never the answer you want. <laughs> but we could tell, at least the day we were there, one line was mobile or pickup. One line was, you know, stand would just walk up and order food mm-hmm. so that was pretty clear yes um, so um, but we 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 weren't sure we were we walked on guardians that mm-hmm. was nice yeah it was great and cool. of course rocket is not so zach and and nicole um they have not been on guardians before but rocket of course is not work like they're not right yeah so we had to do the whole show for him oh well that's we did the whole show there's a qr code you can scan in there and scan that does scan scan. that thankfully my hands don't scan the code (laughs) hear about my hand scans scan the qr code that's going to launch the disneyland app and then it's like you're (laughs) doing a messaging dms back and forth with rocket and he explains about the gantry lift in your hand scanning hey it's actually a pretty cute little hey uh, if you wanted to play Disney app 
you can play as well as enjoy. There's two different apps. Yeah, okay, there's two different apps. Play Disney and then mobile order at Pim Test Kitchen, not the Pim uh, Testing, Testing Lab. Labs. That's two different. Paradise places. Gardens Park is different than Pixar Pier, which is different than Paradise Pier Hotel. Gantry lift. Um, it it yeah. So it oh, and also if you click on the mobile order, if you click on it on the map in the app. It does have two arrows pointing at the the test kitchen and the testing lab. It, it's it's a little it's yeah, it is a little crazy. But we were like, we gotta try and find slots. We heard opening day slots ran out in the morning for the whole day, and we're like, well, Garth. we want to eat something. Like mm-hmm. we were all pretty hungry, and then in the line for Guardians. We just refresh, refresh, and slots started appearing. Yeah, so I checked. Okay. I was checking in line. Mm. I just started ordering things. Yeah, we just got <laughs> one of a few there. things, and then I was checking, and I was like, guys, I got a slot for drinks. Everyone put your drink order in. Oh, geez, it's, yeah. 11, <laughs> it's 11 a.m. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's how, hey. Monday morning, 11 a.m., let's drink. Love let's it, love drink. it. Galaxy's Edge, drinking that blue wine yeah. at 8.50 a.m., the earliest that was I have ever drank, and hopefully that stat continues. Hopefully I do not upslide to first thing when I well, wake up. We'll <laughs> see, because in our experience, pin particles are... um sugar content with what we ended up oh. eating. Oh, Which yeah, may be a good way true. to start the day. Get that energy. Um, wait, so, okay, so whatever, what would you get to have at Pim Test Kitchen featuring Impossible or Pim Testing Labs? <laughs> well, Lab. we'll get to the Impossibles. Well, so I had the ever-expanding Cinepim Toast, which is a <laughs> long, like, cartoony strip of, like, uh, uh, kind of French toast, kind of bread pudding okay. with two or three strips of, of bacon a side of maple syrup. I did not get the little test tube shot glass of maple syrup. I just was handed a regular thing of maple syrup, um, and it was t- it was pretty good. Like I re- I liked it a lot. Um, so mm. I I would recommend that. Mike, you and Lindsay had some of the egg dishes. Yes, and I'm trying to find my my order of uh, uh, one of which is is plant based egg. A lot of plant based stuff. At yes, the they have a lot. Kitchen. And Impossible is sponsoring the Impossible meat. Yeah, it's, uh, it's so prominently first time in the park, maybe, or the first prominent, really prominent time in the park. Um, the, um, wait, wait, we got to remind people. I mean, I'm sure we've said it, but the whole the premise of Pym Test Kitchen. Right. So Hank Pym is Michael Douglas character from Ant-Man. He's the original Ant-Man. Um, and yeah, uh, Scott Lang is Paul Rudd. Of course, Scott is uh, the original. <laughs> oh, he says Scott in this. Great. And well, one of he my favorite things nonstop. about yeah, in the first yeah. two Ant Men is that Michael Douglas says Scott, Scott over and over Scott. again, like behind the candelabra. So maybe those would be your two favorite movies, just for that reason. Um, I like that. I like that personal touch, like with Optimus Prime. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like hearing Michael Douglas say my name exactly. Um, so yeah, I got the impo- uh, Do you have the names of all of it in front of you, or no? Um, uh, no, but Scott does. Uh, oh, <laughs> I do. Scott, Scott does in the recruits well, guide. But the whole thing. So it's like the, it's experiments. So it's everything experiments. is sized bizarrely. Yeah, stuff is either really like there's a really there's a pasta dish that comes with one really big meatball and one small meatball in a tiny little fork. For a place that's stressing the environmental message. Because I'll get to I'll get to the environmental stuff. The, Another part of the land describes the environmental stuff. They sure do give you a lot of little plastic things to throw out <laughs> mm. that you might not even use when you eat. But they have mm. paper straws. Uh, yeah. Lindsay had the calculated breakfast equals E times two plus B plus P uh, slat, uh, divided by T. 
which is, you know, uh, eggs and potato bites and toast. <laughs> uh, well, that and then, sounds like it's not even the size. It's just I, a weird name. Yeah, and I had basically the same thing, the Impossible Quantum Garden Breakfast, um, but it was all plant-based. Hmm. And I will say Lindsay's was uh, better than mine. Okay. Uh, I like Impossible Meat. The Impossible if, if Impossible Eggs was like kind of eating uh, like a mm, a washcloth that had been flavored. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't even that sounds too harsh. Uh, it was just it wasn't my favorite. Uh, the the Impossible Sausage was better. And again, I like Impossible Meat in general. I think that that it was just not maybe the warmest uh, it could have been. Uh, but mm-hmm. I had some of Lindsay's. It was good. Uh, this, this is look. This is all fine. This is all fast service theme park stuff. It dressed up uh, in a fun way. Sure. Yeah, and so there's, so they, okay, this is a whole thing, but um, there's very little seating at both PIM establishments. Okay. And after everyone left, I learned that there is tons of seating in what was the queue lines for the Hyperion Theater. There's tons and stuff. Yeah, if you and, walk over there, yeah. And, but, but no one as like Mike was waiting for the last thing and Lindsay and I are like awkwardly holding things of trays. No one is telling us, hey, there's a million seats just down the street. Hmm. We're like looking for tables. And I got to say, there was plenty of cast members clearing tables. But one thing that I was really hoping for was a recent theme park in- uh, innovation that I think Universal had first was like, Okay, team member sees you. You've ordered your food or you have your food. How many? I'll take you to a table. They were not doing that. There was a lot of cast members just standing around and like it's it was a little the wild west. It was a little like can someone tell me what to do? Yeah. Yeah. There was a late yeah, late. That's look, that's the work that out, I think. Um, yeah, they they could have tables like kind of by the like fast pass for guard. There there there's spots that you could fit more tables. Sure. Yes. Um, inside, I'll say this: inside the Pim Test Kitchen, there's from some fun little gags. There's like big ketchup and mustard bottles. Yes, which are Bountiful Valley Farm branded. <laughs> the land that was there before. Yes, in that's right. California. That's adventure. right. Very the weird, fun. boring. How far we've come. Yeah. From like several tractors in a like a, a broken hose <laughs> to like the most popular IP on the planet. Yeah, boy, really worked out for uh, DCA. Yeah, um, and then there's like you know they show there's a big pretzel which I did not get to eat, but there's a famously big pretzel. And there's and like you a, enter and there's a yeah there's a, a conveyor like but where they grow yeah they make the pretzels big because yeah because Pim Pim uh, Hank Pim is you know he has shrinking technology he has growing technology uh, and he is now using it to make quick service meals okay for theme park patrons I'm sorry <laughs> I gotta stop the official names are Pim Test Kitchen and Pim Tasting Lab but Tasting Lab only has one snack. One or two snacks. It's mostly drinks. You so you think of it as tasting. I guess it's a tasting menu. I guess but it's, it's still... tasting, but it's 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 a little it's a little Wanna taste like, a beer. All right, put your <laughs> arms in the air and you know put it was scan. You know, if there yeah, was like yeah. a, a performer playing Hank Pym, you know, and be like, do you want to taste Scott? Do you want to taste? 
Like then, then we're talking, I think. But like, it's just they're full, they're full portions. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'd yeah. be a little creeped out. But do you want to taste, Scott? Do you want to taste, Scott? Scott, do you want to taste? Scott, Scott. Um, so let me. I'll say this. I ordered also for breakfast the Choco Smash. Oh boy! Which is, uh, it's fun. It's got a uh, like a wrapper outside that says it's like one ounce, but of course it's a giant. It's massive candy bar. Candy bar. Um, and and it, there's a big. There's a big Choco Smash, like uh, uh, a big one over by that seating area, and it says fun sized, even though it's like eight feet yeah, tall it says and bite twelve si- feet wide. This says bite size on bite the size. one. Bite sized, yeah. okay, yeah. And uh, it's got caramel, nougat, peanuts, brownie, dark chocolate, and Lindsay and I loved it. Oh boy, it was okay. fantastic. That's and there's all tip. there's like layers to it, and we were chopping. It's a little hard. It was like the uh, with caramel probably, or the nougat was hard to chop through. Jason, I will say having a hell of a time cutting through it and he was it, not pleased i gotta say no the nougat was the nougat and peanut butter were great very soft the brownie not very flavorful the caramel was like pulling my teeth you out. were upset though. i was upset like you were, we were eating this and going this is a delicious dessert and jason was like really mad <laughs> i was mad because like i had also just like loaded up on uh, uh, sh- I, I loaded up on sugar on French toast. I love my sweets, and I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna eat this candy bar, and then I'm gonna get a sugar beer cocktail. I'm gonna feel like shit in a little while. I know oh. I'm gonna feel like shit, but I, I want to gonna- taste this stuff." Were you worried it was gonna pull a tooth out of your head? <laughs> I did, but I did like a tooth, like a bit down on something there, and I was like, During, "I don't know with the candy bar." I don't know if it was else. caramel or it was like a burnt piece of bacon or something, but I was I was like, oh no, because you did see this. Is what happens upset. when you set? I was like, I don't know. It's chewy. I was like, it's chewy, but I don't I, know. It was just so soft. Like most of it was so soft, and then this caramel was like so. So the caramel like thick. slapped you in the face. Is I guess what you you were yeah, like a surprise. Kind of. You've never I, been surprised by caramel before. I've been surprised by caramel plenty. I feel like Twix caramel has really <laughs> fallen off in recent years. Don't get me started, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, no, I think it's it, you gotta have a few people for this. This is overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, this is not a this is not a this single side. Like four good, people good. probably. We split, of course, three between three people. Um, because Zach and Nicole ran away from us because I think they were they were like we got to do the everyone to else. have fun. Yeah, yeah to, <laughs> and I kept saying this is important. Like, we have to do this. Eat um, this impossible to eat nougat. Yeah, eat the hard nougat. <laughs> <laughs> eat the hard nougat and tell us what you think. Uh, so yeah, I would recommend four. I mean, five five people, a family could easily split this and feel very satisfied having a little like a nice little dessert. It also felt like it, it was interesting because it was. Um, I'm sure it was made by like in house, like they make their treats, like you see in the window on Main Street um, in the confectionery. Um, but they had put it in this like fun uh, like candy wrapper because mm. I honestly didn't even know. I was like, oh, I wonder if they got like Milky Way to me. And I'm like, oh no, this is probably made in the bake like made in the bakery and. Yeah. Anyway, so I I I was a big fan of that. I you didn't great. have the opportunity to get the giant sandwich. This this recently. <sighs> well, no, Jason was well, so upset when I even hundred dollar sandwich. There's a hundred dollar sandwich, and even when I suggested oh. it, Jason was upset. <laughs> okay. He was upset at the idea again, of it. <laughs> again, I feel like if you've listened to the second gate, you know I very revealed. I felt so self conscious. I was like, oh, I am revealing. I have very particular food tastes, and this sandwich. 
I saw a review saying like this sandwich is not worth it. I think I saw a couple of reviews people saying like this sandwich is not. Jason good. searched and, f- a hundred dollar sandwich not worth it to find this review <laughs> need to backup. justify need reasons. No, I was just reading the fifteen dollar one like review, but I was also flashing back to this is the thing that was very common at theme park like uh, cafeteria style restaurants in the nineties, like a pizza sandwich. And it was always disappointing, like mm. pepperoni mm-hmm. and salami. And she- I was like, Oh, they're, this has just come back around. They're just trying to do pizza sandwich. Again. I'm like, I- the only thing that's ever satisfying is the Sabaro inside out pizza. That is delicious. And that's, <laughs> that's a full day's worth of calories. Never uh, that. Oh, it's awesome. Wait, what is that? <laughs> oh, it's, it's where like there's crust on like all the sides and inside it's like sausage, pepperoni, cheese. So is it like a pizzone? No, but it's triangle shit. They break it in the pizza shape and slice it into slices. Hmm, I can't even picture that. That concept yeah. is confusing to me. Um, so, yeah, I twice tried to soft tell you, maybe we should get the $100 sandwich and split it. And both times you shut me down. I'm, the second time with I'm reviews. I've not, not fallen for pizza sandwich again. I really wanted the big chicken sandwich. And the mobile ordering situation was just not on our side. Uh, sure, sure. But uh, yeah, the night before I was like, no, that big sandwich. And that's when you hit me with, like, I, I read with, reviews on I, sandwich. I, I, we know I the checked drill. the touring plans posts. And they said, like, do not get this and sandwich. And I, I called Len up and Len said the sandwich was bad. He has yeah. three different touring plans employees. Len had sampled. a good joke about like why did they make all the bread blue? Like, and I kind of was wondering the same thing, but uh, it was fun, you know. Oh, I didn't see the joke. What's what the joke? Oh, just joke? pointing out like, oh yeah, that blue bread looks great. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it does kind of like if you think about blue bread, you're like, oh, that bread has gone bad. But in the story, bread. it's like, oh, they're doing science and you know, science is blue. I, I think don't, that's I'm, fun. I'm withholding my judgment on this. I was watching the, the video before the opening ceremony and Aaron, my wife was like, this place is infuriating. I do not like one bit of <laughs> she didn't like the size kitchen. nonsense. No, she was, <laughs> each one made her angrier and angrier, a big meatball and a little meatball. <laughs> I what's the other crazy I mean the chicken well, thing the chicken I do want that chicken sandwich. thing it looks good and I love stuff covered in sauce it's got a lot mm. of sauce I'm if you haven't seen it there's a very little bun on a giant piece of chicken yeah yeah it's, and that's just old good old-fashioned fun I think that's fun <laughs> I'm so excited to go back and have the chicken sandwich um, how are these cocktails? Though? Oh, is that gonna get me in? I th- I had a great. I, yeah, I really co- liked it. We, we have we got to keep the little plastic. Um, they they come in like beakers mm-hmm. that say "Pim" on it, so you get a little souvenir uh, plastic glass, which is fun. Yeah, um, mine was like a uh, mango cart, names. Golden Roads famous uh, mango cart beer, and then tequila, and then uh, boba boba bubble popping bubbles. Hmm. Um, the only thing was, um, uh, uh. A lot of ice in it and so i gotta wait for the ice to melt for the boba popping bubbles if only i had my official annual pass holder bamboo straw i was given at the tasting terrace i could have gotten to the popping bubbles much easier you get a straw for being a legacy pass you these are the, the perks we'll go through this pile of freebies i got at the Alfresco tasting Terrace at the there. end I'm of the episode. That I didn't uh, yeah. get that. That also look these weird ooh liquor concoctions and we do we did as Pim dare to weave his magic. Like uh, listen, I'm gonna go get a glass of wine. I'm gonna get real drinks 
several steps they, away. Well, they do. Non-complicated, no, non-sugar. No, you can get regular beer and wine. You can get regular beer okay, and wine. Okay, okay. And the beer, I didn't get a chance to see it. I, I should yeah, have thought that's... to just order a single beer. But the beaker, like, proprietary cups, I think, are set up in such a way. They have these devices where, like, you can... They put it on a thing, and I think the bottom pops out a little. Yeah, it, and fills, it fills from the from bottom. Fills from the bottom. I which, see, that, that does that's, look cool. That's fun. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. That kind of got Aaron Beckenport. She's okay. like hanging yeah. on by it. That's the only thing well, getting her to that's Avengers what, Campus. That's what I'm saying. You hang out around the PIM, what is it called? Tasting Lab. Tasting uh, Lab. Um, and I, then you'll, yeah, have a, like a cocktail. And then you, I'm sure at night, especially you look at the Guardians Tower, you know, you're having a nice little time. I think so. I, this this all seems like maybe you wait it out and do it in a less stressful. There's no protocols. You're not, it's not, it seems like it was all too much that, it, it, it's the opening day madness mixed with the protocols and the ride is cool, but it's also a thing you got to learn and you got to get there right away and you got to wake up and get the reservation. Well, it seems like if, if you're able to fold this into the chillest park, the most relaxed, right? The, like the most resorty, vacationy of all the parks. It, I think once this place gets up to or slows down to DCA speed, then yeah. We'll oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, because like. A, a big thing since we're in this neck of the woods, um, they've they've annexed Guardians, which storyline? Yeah, it's supposed to be in this part of the park, but now for the moment, you can only get to Guardians through Avengers Campus. Oh. So Guardians, I we walked on it, and then after they left, I waited 15 minutes and rode it again. Yeah. And they should just put the end of the lamb land at the the tasting lab. And and well, annex the guardians and the shawarma palace too, and the Terran treats into Hollywood for right now, so people can get at least a little Marvel just walking around because that's mm. a huge attraction eating up people, and not a lot but of people are going really to ride want, it. Because especially because it's a you know, and I don't think I'm insulting it by saying the Spider-Man ride is like a sea ticket ride. It's like Mater's. It's like Luigi's dancing car attraction is it that level wow, wow. i mean it's no, it's i think it's a little better it's certainly more high budget or whatever yeah that doesn't but mean if you the, the even, tickets I that's like not even those. an insult that's just a matter of that's like the scope and kind of the wow factor and what it's intended to be i know what you're saying it's more expensive but i think it's that level of and i like both of those cars i like the mater thing and i like the oh Luigi i do thing. too yeah but the fact that it's not a like but it's not like a blowout crazy ride like i don't th- i mean it's like the falcon opening opening day it is but the falcon for... the falk i should say falcon because that's what han solo says uh, yeah the falcon <laughs> though that is trying i mean yeah that's what everyone can i will say i agree with because uh, i'm like i read all this discourse there's some people that are like no you don't be mean to avengers campus in this ride because this is sort of the low-key ride and this isn't the big one i'm trying not it's to the be same mean. as the yeah. millennium falcon and i'm like the money, the money Falcon is a different story. The Millennium Falcon is a high-level attraction. Like, that is a major... Yeah. I know it's not supposed to be maybe as impressive as Rise of the Resistance, but, like, that's not Mater's Junkyard Jamboree or whatever the hell it's called. Mm-hmm. That's like a... Like, knock you out. Like, you're sitting in the goddamn cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Like Yeah. 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 I mean, Spider-Man ride, you get to see everyone's friend Spider-Man, and that's kind of yeah. nice. Uh, uh, I like that. It's got that going for it. So, but... Yeah, it's not the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, know? no, it's. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's the Millennium Falcon. When people are comparing the two of them, I'm like, that's not the same. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, right. Being in the Millennium Falcon cockpit is like a transformative, like oh my god, moment for a fan of Star Wars. It's the whole. It's the the. It's it's all a really great experience until the actual thing starts. 
and and which sounds like a big insult because you were you're there for the thing, but that you know the yeah the cockpit is great and the, the you're in the, the lobby. Fucking, what is it called? Yeah, the I don't know the commons area of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> you see the blankets on the Millennium Falcon. Game room. I wish that was we had more time in there. Hondo is great. It's all like I, I want an hour seeing it up from the outside. I don't if if I've been too negative on Smuggler's Run ever. Like it is everything until the four minutes that that you do. And even that is not like so awful. It's no, just it's not I, what it, it it doesn't um top everything that came before it, which no, is a bizarre yes. syndrome for a ride. The if if the Indiana Jones adventure was like a little less good than the queue, that'd be strange. Yeah, exactly. And it's like it doesn't I've said we've said this before, it's like there's there's moments on Star Tours, the new version, where you're like, Oh man, that's so great. You get caught in that thing's mouth and you do this, and it's just like sort of missing some of that. And again, I think you know, they do a new new like ride video because you can change it, and mm-hmm. it's like it could probably be uh, elevated to what yeah. our my, imaginations. My argument to like, yeah, you know, hey, you, you can't judge uh, Avengers Campus in this way, and, and you know, look, it's uh, you, you know, because it's similar to this thing. These are uh, uh, buildings. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's. <laughs> I think you can say whatever you want about any of it. Right? I don't think they're don't be mean feelings are going to be worse. People, people were doing good job. Don't get me wrong. I, I think people were saying like, all right, don't be, don't be like gleeful in your like, like criticism. I think it's fair to be tough sure. on this stuff because it, it's also fucking expensive to go right now without an annual pass. So like, you want to get your money's worth. Sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It is bizarre to be in this scenario where you might like. You may have bought a pass for this day to go do experiences that you might not get to do, or it requires a lot of stress to, yeah. to do them. And it's and some of that is cut. I think they're doing the best they can, but it's not certainly not an ideal situation on this no, week as I, we right. talk about this place. They should have waited for later in the summer or the yeah. fall to open this stuff. But, yeah, um, do it. Yeah, I'll, with a little less spells, a little less red tape. Or, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna swing positive now. Oh, I was yeah. ready. I was ready to swing right there with you. Oh boy. Uh, I so uh, you know after they all you know went over to Disneyland, I hung out in the land for a while. Um, was driven insane by psychological warfare from uh, Alan Silvestri's beautiful music. <laughs> um, did Guardians again. And then I was like, I'm not hungry right now. But a thing that usually travels well is a shawarma wrap. Oh. So I'll get one and I'll get it in a bag um, <laughs> and and I'll walk around a little and, and eat it somewhere you more peaceful. It? I'll eat it in uh, Grizzly Peak. Yeah, um, yeah, so nice. I had New York's tastiest chicken shawarma wrap with coconut yogurt tahini sauce i don't know why they call it that it's to, it's clearly tzatziki sauce it just has a coconut yogurt base it might have tahini in it but um and it was it was good i, I thought the shawarma was good um because it's like ready to go there's not like if you if you go to a usual shawarma place there's like a ton of you know cabbage and peppers and pickles and stuff like that but there are vegetables in like the sauce and the sauce is very flavorful the pictures of the sauce online, frankly, looked disgusting, but it was really tasty mm. and and traveled well. Hmm. Um, so Which I that walked, kind of sauce, yeah, that is like it might not on a hot day or that's in a thought, bag for a while. It's a coconut a cra- yogurt base. It's not a dairy base, so I think it holds together that is a, a little more with theme park food. That is a wild thought. I'm gonna get this and put it in a bag 
and hold it for a while. Like that is <laughs> that was dangerous. a big risk. That's it, it seems like it worked out, but that could have gone real. That's south. like well, putting the arc reactor in your chest. That's right. Level yeah. Tony Stark danger. Whatever it takes, Michael. <laughs> whatever it takes. We kept texting each other those pictures. <laughs> yeah, we did. I did that too. Um, uh, I liked. No, I thought it was very good. Well, because I knew it was just seasoned chicken and pita. And the sauce. I was like, well, the mm-hmm. sauce doesn't taste good. I'll toss the sauce and just eat the chicken and pita. I thought it was pretty good. I think it's a great walk-around food. I didn't try the falafel. Mm. And I did not risk getting a cream puff uh, to <laughs> travel around. But I was just... <laughs> between the beer cocktail and the French toast and the... Um, uh, uh, the candy bar. I was like, I cannot eat something else sweet. I have have That's to save this. Oh my yeah. gosh, that wow. is a lot. Uh, I would. I had clam chowder in New Orleans Square later because I was pretty bold full choice. Still. Bold choice. <laughs> I just needed a little it, something. It was a little chilly. It was getting chilly that day. Um, what was the positive thing you oh, were going to say? Uh, I the spider the bro look the dummy the robot whatever you the stuntronic whatever oh, they call yeah, it yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, is awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. great. That is a highlight. Of the whole thing. Now, is that a show that you line up for? Okay, okay. let's yes. talk okay, about but that's, this. It's hard. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, th- so, a thing I saw going around was people saying, you know, it's pop up shows. It just like action starts happening around you. Oh. But then I also saw people saying, if you ask cast members, when does this happen? They will not tell you. Or <laughs> yeah. they do not, they have a rough estimate. And uh, that sucks. And I feel like this is a thing theme parks have been doing with these like little pop-up shows or event show stuff um, where I think Ray and Chewie wandering through Galaxy's Edge, I think that's really fun. This, what happens when Black Panther and Black Widow fight Taskmaster or Spider-Man tests out his new suit is that people he- go like in a movie, hey, there's Spider-Man and rush the pathways and fill wow. the pathways. Yeah, and there's not a ton of room yeah. to see it because the whole show happens on the top of the, of the web. Uh, what's the name of it? The Worldwide Engineering Brigade. Well, yeah. Okay, the web. Yeah. Worldwide Engineering Brigade building, the Circuit City building. So that happens the whole on the top of it. And that walkway sort of into Avengers Campus is pretty narrow. So and he goes, he's like walking the whole length of the whole building. Wow. So you got to like move to see the whole thing. It's It's tough to see it. Because you mm-hmm. want, because he goes, he starts over here, and I think they're doing that so you can, you know, everybody gets a little taste of that Spider-Man fun. But everybody wants to watch the whole show, so like I found, we were like trying to cram together to try to get around to see. We saw Kanye on the stage where he's above you, and then the whole yes. crowd moves yeah. like the sea. Yes. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. stressful at times. And yes. and there's a lot of built-in seating into the landscaping and planners. That are covered in do not sit social distancing yeah, stickers right oh, now. A lot of that's so, COVID. A lot of that's first week. A lot of so that's like COVID. It'll be different. I mean, the the dra- it's the, I compare this to the dragon in Diagon Alley, where it's like the the flying. Cause so basically, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, there's a little show where there's an actual stunt performer. He gets on wires. He's doing some like crazy stuff where he's hanging from you know yeah. three stories in the air and he does the, around like and... iconic spider-man hanging upside down with like your feet together yeah and that's that's pretty fun that's to see. fun if i was a kid i'd love that and hmm. love it now uh and then they disney developed this thing you can see it online where they dress essentially like a crash test dummy you know, like a high level crash test dummy and fly him through the air like he's spider-man swinging on a web and he he goes very high he lands very impressive uh, and that feels like, yeah, it, they're like Dragon in Diagon Alley where you're like, that's kind of the thing you got to see. Like, I haven't uh, seen that in a park. 
Because like it looks like a human being. It looks like he's just flying in the air and he's going to land and kill himself. It's pretty crazy to see it. I wonder where uh, it goes. What is the backstage? It's a good question. Backstage. And um, it's a good question because like I, I, it's very impressive because I, I don't know if anybody has pointed like. I'm sure there's some vantage point where you can see where it lands, but there's not a good one hmm. I'll tell you a great vantage point to see at the Alfresco Tasting Terrace because <laughs> I got to see it up there. I was thinking, like, can I see Spider-Man from up here? And then suddenly just looking in that direction, you just see Spider-Man jump into the sky, and it was oh, awesome. It is like, cool as hell. It oh, that's was a great spot. to see it ele- from Elevate, like, that was a nice little hit. Uh, uh, of the campus and then stage 17 i think like if you want some marvel stuff uh i think it's super fun i want oh. yeah they need to fling more dummies in the air at disney that's what i think it was yeah <laughs> Mickey, I, goofy yes there's fly yeah tinkerbell i mean she's uh, famously like is on that rope or that line at the end of the fireworks show but oh they should just fly, fly just catapult the catapulter <laughs> from the matterhorn <laughs> into the castle indiana jones yeah <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> um, the yeah, more catapults. I assume that's how they do this. Is a catapult. The the other shows, st- the Dormelage show. The performers are great. Audience was really into it. Um, that's a uh, Black Panthers like, uh, guard. I thought, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. They they were already in California Adventure a little. Um, so they they do a little. Just a quick little thing, but they're they're out wandering around a lot. Um, the suits are all really great, and they, I know this are, is important yeah. to, to fans of it and to kids and everything. You get like such quality. Well, this is yeah. so not theme park costumes have come a really long way. Yes, for sure. It's not. It's certainly better than the Islands of Adventure stuff. Uh, you like it is funny because like Iron Man, you're not going to get a perfect like it's got to be it's, yeah. But it's yeah, I mean so they're doing their best they can. I don't know. Yeah, that Iron Man. The Iron Man might be the roughest one. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. um, but. But I will say this to praise land. All the characters you like are there. And in my talk, am I also throwing shade at Galaxy's Edge a little bit? Because it's like, I think there's a plaque somewhere in the land that says like, this is where all the friend, like all the friends can meet here from any time. Like there's sort of a thing to like blanket say like, and eh, don't worry too much about the timeline because you see yeah. everybody. You see Captain America. You can see th- you see both Loki, Captain America, both Cap, Steve both, Rogers, and uh, and Sam Wilson, Sam Wilson, Anthony yeah. Mackie. Yes, who just recently debuted as Captain America on TV, not in the comics. That was a few years ago uh, during the Rick Remender run. Jason, is that correct? Uh, I think that's right. Uh, it was when Captain America was. Well, Bucky Barnes took over when Captain America was presumed of course, dead. Yes, of course. And then course. when Captain America was uh, aged uh, aged up yes, and became was... Commander Rogers, right? Uh, uh, Falcon took over, right? Because because Rick sent him into like a different universe to live like thirty years or something at something a time, like that. something like yeah. that. Anyway, fake. Uh, <laughs> all of all of it was fake. All of it was fake. Um, so yeah, you get all the heroes. They're all there. There's constant heroes. There's constant things happening. And that's really like when, and I know it's a much smaller land than Galaxy's Edge, but it's like, and I, and, and like, you go, oh, good. Like, this is right. This, I uh, have well, to be constantly here, whereas Galaxy's Edge is so much sp- empty space with no those characters. Those shows, those, the catwalks, I like that social distancing. I have this awesome picture from 
uh, my return to Galaxy's Edge where of Chewie, like it was like perfectly in the sunset, like putting up a fist victoriously, mm-hmm. like from up of, as if he's like giving a, an election speech while people <laughs> cheered him on from below. And I'm like, this is great. They're using yeah. social distancing is causing these catwalks to be used finally. And maybe can Marvel inspire that stuff to happen a little so, more? Because there was there was yeah. pa- there, you never there was never a time when there wasn't something going on. Like Spider Man does the whole his whole show. And he flies, and then he comes down and does like photos with people, and then wow, wow. Captain America comes out, and Iron Man comes out, and they come. Iron Man comes out of like a utility door on the Avengers, and oh, hey, what up? Hello, he everyone. does kind of come out of like yeah, the the, <laughs> the bathroom, do- not the garage door, but that regular door next to the garage door, like yeah. Um, uh, and then the the wasp where we were sitting down and drinking. Uh, I had the uh, I forgot <laughs> I had that marshmallow stuff. The wasp just like. Went up to like the second level, just roaming around. She's just kind of like leaning against the band. Like, yeah, they're the all railing. just kind of up there, like checking in. She walks pointing. over. We're like, "Hey, wasp!" But she's like, <laughs> waves at us. We're like, uh, "Yeah, hey." We we saw. Um, I saw it up close after you left, but when we were sitting down, we saw the um, Black Widow fighting Taskmaster and some of yeah. his heavies, and then Black Panther joins in as well. This is kind of a you know uh, a character people haven't really. Uh, experienced in the movies, yeah. Taskmaster is an assassin who has like can is like can learn anyone's fighting style by looking at them fight, and has all the uh, Avengers weapons to some extent. Mm-hmm. He has a big kooky skull face in the comics, mm-hmm. and kind of has a skull face in this. But, yeah, but this is kind of Black Widow. They're doing like know, synergy promo. with the new movie, basically. So Black Widow is coming out. The movie's coming out. So she fights the villain that she's fighting in the movie. But, Having things that are precursors to things that haven't come out—that's pretty neat. That's fun. Yeah, and and the the stunt fighters were all great. Mm-hmm. They tried to program. I think they programmed way too many like hit sound effects because it was there was like two fights going on at once, and the hits weren't correct. Uh, like this, the performers were doing great, but they did. Uh, there's a thing, and I missed it because it's it's hard a little bit to see some of the action. But there was a there's a they do a stunt and when where one of the goons is like fighting black widow and she like kicks him or something and they do the like pull back on a rig of some kind where like the performer like shoots Whoa, back wow. and i was like i didn't even see that live but uh, i was watching the video of it and i was like oh yeah that's good huh. um so yeah it's constant it's constant characters and they're all there and and in case everyone star wars galaxy's edge I want all the characters. I want Ray, Kylo, Finn there, but I also want all other six movies. I'm yeah, not, like that I'm not rabbit, like that guy that walking the, around giant rabbit that was in the Jax- comics. Jackson, yes, yeah, he was yeah. a Marvel Comics exclusive green rabbit that was in the Star Wars universe named Jackson. And he's two not X's. Bucky O'Hare. He's not okay, Bucky O'Hare. Scott, he's not no, this green this rabbit. He's fake not to me. that green rabbit. Mm-hmm. Jackson is his Jackson. name, and I have a figure of him pre-ordered. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, yeah, you're saying, yeah, this isn't like, go back to the old yeah, ones no, I, and prequels I, are better. I you like, just, that's everything. Yeah, yeah. I, I and like which the new characters. Mandalorian is going to be in there so much as soon as they figure out how to do it. It's just all bets are off. Like, Mandalorian, I feel like, just like chased all the weirdness away. Like, here's one sure, we can sure. all agree on. And it'll probably be like, we've heard the rumor he's in uh, Paris a lot, apparently, and... Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. They have all those costumes from the hyperspace hoopla, and just bring oh, them out. I want like, those guys in there too. They have like the yeah. figure and Dan and the modal nodes costumes. For God's sake, why aren't? Why they would just, you like, not? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, 
there's just have them around I it's just, it but two is star wars heaven it's where sure. they all live whether or not they're dead or alive <laughs> it's unclear yeah just who truly who would like the kind of people who would care like we'll get to do their twitter rants and like all right you have your fun i will have the fun yeah of seeing darth maul and kylo like yeah. uh sharing a ronto rap but but galaxy's <laughs> edge what they do really well is like you're on this planet this is the soundscape the music of this planet sure the the soundscape of avengers campus is like all over the map like i like like i said the First off, I think Spider-Man, when he comes down for photo ops, will talk to people, but so much of the voices are recorded. <laughs> like, um, when, like, Captain Marvel was talking to kids, taking pictures, she was talking, but, like, a lot of it's, like, you know, they're playing recorded lines and stuff, which is probably, hey, you can be in the cheaper union, not the more expensive union, um, for performers, I think is why they're doing Doctor Strange yeah. Talks. Yeah, Doctor Strange talks because Doctor Strange does like a legit magic show for yeah. you, which is cool. I like, oh, right. um, but like it's interesting because Spider Man is Tom Holland's voice. The Iron Man is, as Lindsay kept saying, like sounds like Doctor Evil. He's like, well, hey there, hey there, Pepper, <laughs> is Pepper around? Like, like this weird, like trying to. It's, it might not be that, but it just sounded like a little odd in the land. It's it's like with Spider Man, it's like it is Tom Holland, which is great, but it almost feels like it would be fun if if Spider-Man was free to do some crowd work up there, if he was free yes. to do a little, like point out something, you know? Uh, so, but the, I don't know. That's not, uh, you don't have to do that note, but uh, yeah, depending Dr. Strange is a legit magician. The guy they have playing him or uh, yeah. everyone they have playing That's him, cool. but and his costume is good. Here's one of the weirdest things I saw, which is, the, the ruins that Doctor Strange performs in, there's this really cool like mirrored orb and stuff. There's an optical illusion. If you take a photo right, it looks like the ground below you is warping. Uh-huh. And then there's this like little uh, outdoor standing room like area where you watch Doctor Strange come out on a little performance space. And there's a, a plasma like TV. There's a 4K screen behind these doors he comes out of so we can do like conjuring stuff. You see um, Dormammu on it. Yeah, and you see Dormammu, the bad guy on Dormammu it. Dormammu is a big, like, demon character. Okay. Yeah, so I was not... So it's really intimate and really tight, and they did seemingly pack people into that. Uh, I was not going to venture into that close of crowds, but I was on the outskirts by the big orb, and I was like, hey, I got a pretty good view of the, you know, pseudo stage from here. Doctor Strange comes out, his mic is down so low... <laughs> I can't hear him. I can hear Alan Silvestri's music so loud, and then I can hear the Spider-Man dialogue. And I'm so far away from the Spider-Man, but I'm so close to Doctor Strange, I can't hear him. Like, it's... This is bad yeah, they production. Gotta they, they gotta they tweak got, they'll, this. They'll tweak mm-hmm. that, I'm sure. I, I didn't uh, see the Doctor Strange show live because I, we were waiting around for a while, and I was like, Spider-Man's happened like two or three times and I've seen um, uh, what's the ceremony that the Black Panther guards do called? Do they have a name for that? Oh, I'm not I, sure I if it has a ceremony. Some of this stuff just isn't on the maps, yeah. like the happening kind of At stuff. At the very least, it should be like you. If you have to ask a cast member, they go, "Well, it's at two fifteen. Yeah, it should be mm-hmm. like regimented of like it's every half an hour right. or it's every once an hour. Hmm. You know. Um. So. Uh. So yeah, I did not. See, we did not see the Doctor Strange. I watched it on YouTube, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool. Yeah, this this works." Uh, Because he's doing like a magic show and it's tied into like, 
you know, Doctor Strange lore or whatever. That's yeah. Good idea. And oh, he's yeah. got the vibe down. He's not trying to do the American accent like Doctor too hard. Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> I'm an American Strange. doctor named Doctor Stephen Strange. I live on the Manhattan Island. I am from here, America. <laughs> this is where I'm from. The the blue and the red and the white. <laughs> <laughs> I love America. Uh, yeah. So so from what I saw, and he uses a. Uh, Doctor Strange does not use his ridiculous comic book catchphrase in the movies. Am I wrong? Uh, I don't remember it in the movie, but he, he does. comes out screaming. He says the catchphrase three times in the show, at least the video oh, I saw. Oh, that's great. I love that. Which I love, and I'll say it for Scott, and will it be true? Was it a real? <laughs> am I going to say the real one, or am I going to say a fake one? Whoa. Uh, the problem is, is the real one is too ridiculous to be. I can never remember it. It's so weird. Bo- uh, it's by the hoary hosts of Hoggeth. That mm. is the catchphrase that Doctor Strange said in the comics. Real. Uh, it is real. It is real. It is. Uh, Stanley is writing at it one a.m. Is... <laughs> and the printing has to be done by two a.m. There's a lot <laughs> <So>. of. <laughs> There's a lot of debate about, you know, Stanley and what he did and who he created and did he take a lot more credit than he deserves cuz Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko did they drew this stuff and they they probably wrote more than Stan likes to take credit for like I did it. He gave in the later years he gave more credit to Jack Kirby and uh, uh, some of the artists than he did earlier. But the hoary host of Hoggeth it, it doesn't sound like anything more than a Stanley line. That, that sounds <laughs> yeah. pure. Maybe I'm wrong and somebody's going to be mad at me and I've just uh, shown that I'm not a true Marvel boy, but it's such a ridiculous phrase. But he says it, Grapes. which I like a lot. Yeah, that'll be in a grape. Um, so I like that. And it also, and this is, uh, this is blue skying and I'm sorry, but when Doctor Strange came out and I was like, Where's his fucking house? Why didn't you build his house? Doctor Strange has a kook. We, we, we did it in the void. Oh, yeah. yeah. What we oh, that was very like cool. Yeah, secret, yeah. secret house, and the it's sanctum, magical. Sanctum, sanctum Sanctorum. Yeah. Not Rick Santorum. The Sanctum <laughs> Sanctorum is uh, Doctor Strange's like magic house. And I was like, just like build that. Why didn't we build that? <laughs> like, this is like all industrial building and Avengers. Like, yeah, okay. But like, He's got a he's got a magic house. I really do think they're overthinking it with all these things. Yeah, just make the places build his fucking house. Yeah, and this is um, it's the time of year in Los Angeles where there's a lot of gloomy gray days, whether it's hot or cold, and um, the gray of the sky really accented the gray of much of the land. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, for a a movies inspired by like bright colored comics. Um, I I just wanted more splashes of color. I wanted more weird stuff. I mean, I I think that they're expanding their horizons a little with the Disney Plus shows. Uh, the, there's a lot of interesting aesthetic stuff in Loki. Um, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel is coming. Moon Knight is coming. Mm-hmm. Shows, uh, Hawkeye, uh, is coming. And, and and so like if you can get them in there and like fill out the world a little more, uh, yeah, that'd be great. I, yeah, and obviously I think those characters will show up. It's just like. Now I'm going to be a little cranky, like waiting for the next really themed. Like we we were talking on the Patreon about the plans, the possible plans that Anna, uh, Disney has for Anaheim, where it's like, oh, it seems like they're going to build Wakanda, which would be awesome. Wakanda looks cool as shit. Like yeah. build Wakanda, which obviously is probably like budget wise, 
similar to Avatar. Now, like the Wakanda Orientation Center, where we'll get you <laughs> accustomed to the idea yeah. of Wakanda before you get to live your Wakanda. Like, no, just do the... Yeah, and I again, I'm sure, like, they, the e-ticket is, I think, supposed to take you to Wakanda. The idea they, they were going to build, or there's hopefully, fingers crossed, they're still building, like, a crazy new ride system that I even read more about than I knew. Like, it's you start in the Quinjet, like you're on a way to on the way to Wakanda, then the thing like opens up, the jet opens up, and then like your cart, like your seats drop out, some, and then you each like have a suit up kind of moment hmm. of some kind, like a singular experience where like something happens to you, and then you get dumped. I think what like in a 360 ish. This is my guess Fine. based on what I'm yeah. reading. And then in a crazy battle where I think you have a lot of range of motion versus Soren. Um, wow. Like that sounds awesome, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And I think like if that was open with the land, people would go, yeah, the land is a little sterile, but man, that ride was unbelievable. It's all build up to that, yeah. Right. So, but like, it's just I'm I'm look I'm impatient, I'm cranky. Uh, well, they I promoted want... it like as big as uh, DCA 2.0, like the refresh there and Galaxy's Edge, and even if it's like a half size land like that, it's insanely popular characters and such and it's at a time where people are hungry to get out of the house and get back to doing stuff sure. at places so there's demand the demand is there so i i don't know the i, I was we were at galaxy edge opening day i remember going to like cars land buena vista street opening weekend and uh i know that all the covid stuff and all the working out the kinks in the app but this was the sloppiest of the three openings that's undeniable yeah Yeah. so i'm sure it's going to calm down and uh yeah on the ground cast members performers doing a great job uh in the land and and everyone in good spirits and and guests seem to be uh enjoying themselves Uh, yeah sure and i yeah if i was a kid all the stuff i i mentioned liking i'm sure every kid is like holy shit because spider-man's flying here but hopefully Um, this is just the beginning but this is yeah there's just uh this is just the beginning of marvel it's the end of the covid protocols fingers crossed uh yeah like yeah obviously it'll settle down because i think i said and this is gonna sound like too insult like if this was just like fantasy fair that little fantasy fair in disneyland where they were like oh yeah fantasy fair is open and you're like oh cool and you walked over you're like oh it's figaro like Hmm. oh cool they did a nice little nice job with this okay but versus Live your Figaro fantasy. <laughs> Hero up, brother. Hero up. Um, I discovered uh, this. This is a little. So I, I after you guys left, I just kind of wandered around California Adventure a bunch and did anything with a short wait. Um, I did get my Legacy Pass holder thing fixed, um, and I went to the Tasting Terrace because it was like the main place you could get a drink and walk mm-hmm. in and like sit for a while. Um, and this is where I learned that Disney, I didn't, I thought this was only in like Mario Cuomo's New York, but, uh, I went and I was like, I, I will have the drop in if you dare, um, which is a gin drink that tastes like paint thinner that you add a syringe of maraschino cherry mix to, to make it taste, um, you know, sweet and more palatable. Wow. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I said, uh, just a drink, please. Uh, no, f-. she said, what food? And I was like, oh, no food for me. And they're like, oh, oh you whoa. have to order food to order a drink. So suddenly the this is what you're ending the podcast with. <laughs> I suddenly the sixteen dollars with an Andy Rooney like uh, sixty minute <laughs> what minutes happened? ends. <laughs> what happened? Well, I can't perhaps in New York no, no. this kind of thing flies, but <laughs> there well, there was there was a happy ending. Can you just, uh, I have the, the menu. I got to keep the menu, but the, I Jason. By the way, Andy Rooney is one of his characters and i'm not making a joke like he's done a lot oh, so could I've you done. do the rest of this in the voice <laughs> well i wasn't expecting to eat screaming cauliflower ceviche but they said it was the lightest option on the menu and after eating three thousand dollars or three thousand oh, no. three thousand calories of avengers campus ant-man grub i was a little <laughs> puffy so i opted for what turned out to be a soup terrine full of chopped vegetables and tortilla chips not exactly light i would say and my 17 dollar cocktail outing quickly turned into a 31 dollar plus uh a generous tip uh, into a, a forty dollar yeah, because a $40 that's just how I do it. Sit, but on the bright side, I was given the menu to keep and a coaster and a legacy pass holder magnet and for some reason a bamboo straw that is imprinted with Disney annual pass holder. When did they start making straws out of bamboo? <laughs> I'll, I'm throwing the straw right in the garbage. <laughs> Why do they wrap the straw in plastic? If plastic is the thing you're not supposed to be using right now. <laughs> Podcast right. We'll be right back. We, <laughs> we started the show with junior samples and ended it with a, a long with... deceased, uh, long dormant segment on a show for uh, old people. Uh, but that was delightful. I enjoyed that a lot. I, I, I feel like I, I got to wind it down. Any closing thoughts? Um, Unless you just want to do an after show. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> do we'll one, we'll one of those where I leave. leave. Um, no, I, I no. guess that's it. I just, yeah, I, I just. I did like, I mean, yeah, I yeah, did like it. Yeah, I don't like want to it. seem like I'm too negative or something. These are just my general thoughts as a as a Marvel, as a Marvel fan. I've been doing that a lot. Sorry, the last year I've been cracked. My voice has been cracked. Yeah. I apologize, everyone. Um, as a Marvel fan, I just, I'm hungry for the meat that I know is there. And there's 70 years of nonsense and this is just like we built, you know, the, as I said, the we just built Main Street of Disneyland. And you're going to enjoy Main Street for five years. Like, <laughs> enjoy Main Street for five years before you get to do anything. Sometimes people like, come out and wave from the castle. Can I go yeah. through it? Is there anything on the other side? No. Don't worry about that. No, 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 no. there's nothing else in Disneyland Love other your than... your castle experience. It's like Main Street and the Tiki Room is open. Yeah, that's a good... And you're analogy. like, okay, this is fun. And I like the Tiki Room better than I like spider-man um but yes it's like there's one thing and it's a nice experience and eventually (laughs) eventually you'll get to do like a cool crazy thing that like lives up to the promise of some of this nonsense um so yeah so anyway but it's it's a nice time and when everything settles down everybody will have a nice cocktail there and you get to see a them hurl a dummy through the air (laughs) it's great i mean what else do you want I, yeah, I mean, eventually a ride, but besides okay, sure. that, <laughs> sure, uh, that that is that does sound nice. Oh, and that that terrace, get me to that terrace. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how much longer it's going to be uh, there, or no. what it's going to well, be if these someone, a- legacy pass holder if things are going listening, away. Can somebody leak some information? Like, tell us, like, is the is the annual pass coming back, or whatever it's called, a rewards program, whatever Chapek called it. 
Yeah, I mean, if it comes back, definitely check out Marvel, uh, you know, Avengers Campus. I would say, like, yes, if don't you're... don't run. If you're like, oh, should I spend the money right now to do it? It's like, I think let it calm down. Let them work out some kinks a little. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, COVID protocols in, L- in, in California will change. So, yeah, I would say, like, when you go, oh, Disney's, like, allowing more capacity and there's less like they can have more people in the land and whatever like yeah. it's not something that i go like you would go oh my gosh you got to go see it tomorrow but like yeah check it out when you can and it's comfortable and yeah maybe they'll try time timed entries at some point i always thought the first couple months of galaxy's edge the timed entries worked pretty well but like yeah i mean they they got rid of those within a couple of weeks i feel like yeah that's mm. true but the galaxy's edge protocols the galaxy's, the galaxy's edge, edge protocol right. i mean you did they have to just them back try to get into Oga. ogas was hard to get into but this is like a whole land that's ogas that's okay now, to get all right into. Uh, to end the show jason and i will list x-men villains and you will say is it are they real or are they not real okay okay the first one is uh strife uh the fake real real cable's clone um uh fabian cortez that's real (laughs) yeah okay said it too confident uh yeah you did uh the next one is uh arcade fake real whoa Mm -hmm. jeez uh kang the conqueror fake uh well technically it's trick. an Avengers that villain. Oh, okay. uh, that was a trick. Uh, oh. He's gonna be in one of the movies coming up. I forget which one. Uh uh yeah. Uh um, From the Simpsons. Eternals, maybe? Mo- Mojo. Um I uh, a fake. Real. Okay. Jeez. Maybe there mm-hmm. are no fakes. Maybe they're it's not all no tricks. Fakes. I'm doing this off the top of my head, Jason. Hmm. He's out of them. <laughs> No, I'm trying to think. I'm trying. There's a guy who doesn't have legs, but he has tank treads, and I can't remember his name. Um, uh, G.W. Bridge. Um, <laughs> I he's the president, right? Um, uh, president elected like, 20 years ago. Uh, uh, real? He is real. Okay. He's more of a. I don't know. Are you thinking of Trevor Fitzroy? No, Trevor Fitzroy is different than G.W. Bridge. No, I mean from the guy with the tank legs. No, not Trevor Fitzroy. No, Fitzroy is more of an armored guy. Okay, Scott Thorson. Scott Thorson. <laughs> <laughs> real. real. But not in the Marvel Universe. In the, in the, in the Candelabra verse. And a real verse. person in, in this world. When will Disney open up? A candelabra themed land. Oh boy. Oh the opulence. I don't think they could afford it. Only right. Liberace himself could pull it off. Man, that's true. He had to <laughs> he paved his way one key strike at a time. Mm-hmm, that's right. Uh so anyway, uh Kevin Feige, do something with the Liberace uh, do something Liberace collaborating with intergalactic rock star teleporter Lila Cheney. How about that? Real. 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 Dazzler. Real. Real. Wow. Um, there's so much to learn. Uh, so many, so many characters <laughs> so I got to meet. Not to learn. Uh, yeah, yeah. I say so much to learn for other people. <laughs> As for me, I'll go get a beer there when it's more chill. Uh, and uh, and as for you, you survived podcast the ride uh thanks for listening you can find us on all the socials at podcast at podcast the ride merch is available in our t public uh 
uh, campus slinger. What's the uh, T and the T Public Supply Depot? T Public Supply. And and there's a a, a tasting menu of three bonus episodes Mm -hmm. every month at Podcast the Ride Test Labs, aka Podcast the Ride the Second Gate at Patreon.com/slash Podcast the Ride. It's more fun than being flung uh, 120 feet in the air. Um, so catapult yourselves over mm-hmm. to our Patreon right now. Um, well, thanks, uh, thanks for going. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for filling virtual, me in. Yeah, your virtual experience. I guess uh, whatever it takes. Soon enough, whatever it takes, you'll be screaming, "Make mine marvel!" <laughs> what? Good Ever. night. Yeah. Forever dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced dog. by Mike Carlson. Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. <laughs>